Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Sorry. This is episode 25 of... 20, the. That's a huge. We hadn't even really thought about it. Yeah, that. We, we did nothing special for it. Other yeah, than, that's probably fine. Other than get somehow from Wayne's World to prison rape. <laughs> sorry. Blew the whole surprise. Sorry, folks, I just rolled my eyes. I realize you can't see that, but you could hear it. <laughs> Of all the things we've done to say we went from Wayne's World to prison rape, isn't that much of a stretch? <laughs> I don't think. Right? People Anyways. are going to be waiting with anxious anticipation. I think I, might, I, I don't know how good this one will be. Sometimes we leave these things and I'm like, that was shitty. And someone's like, that was great. Yeah. But I will say, so we, we started to talk about engines mm. in the sense that we were talking about Native American discrimination mm. based on sports teams. And right. somehow that devolved at some. They, where did that. We'll, we'll let you decide where it ended up, but it, we had a lot of different yeah. variations and Listen, topical it, stuff this, tonight. This is episode 25. If you're coming to this podcast <laughs> for consistency, you need to go see a neurologist <laughs> and get your brain looked at. We are, there is a, there is a, there's a, there's a meta level of mm. consistency though. Yeah. We are consistently inconsistent. Oh yeah. Like there's no, even no consistency in the films. No. Last week we watched... Casino. This week we watched Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> See, again, not a visual medium, but I'm right, doing that uh, whole lady yeah. of justice with the yeah. scales. It's not. They're out of balance. They're not working. No, and the thing about our podcast, when I go back and listen to them, we inevitably start a subject and then, well, we'll hold on one second, and then this comes up, mm -hmm. and then we never go back to that subject. No. And it's not until I re-listened where I go, oh, shit, I had something funny to say there. Funny enough, re-listening, I hear so many errors of my own. I'm like, I said that wrong. But I just don't even, <laughs> part of me is like, I don't want to go back and revisit it. It's part of the show. It's just part of it. It's, it's part there now. of what we do. It's there now. But we, it was a fun episode. We had uh, we had an appearance from yet another new super fan who is more than happy to be a super fan, and we, we saved his, we actually saved not his life, but the lives of his future victims. So you'll hear about that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we um, we were more awake on this one. You can yeah. thank Red Bull and Tequila for that. Red Bull specifically. That's a, no one's ever, I, has anyone ever ordered that at the bar? No. And I don't know if that I would mix them, but I know I personally drank a Red Bull and then waited half an hour and then had tequila. I think someone's ordered it. I'm sure somebody has ordered it. Yeah. We also had an excellent meal. That Al Pastor torta <clears throat> sandwich was... I was happy with the... So I was. I have to give myself credit for my discipline. My discipline. That's the, the <laughs> yeah. Randy Marsh version of discipline. Gotcha. I, a half a torta and a taco. Yeah. I felt like it was a fine, nice... I didn't... I don't... I feel great right now. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm actually kind of hungry, but the, in a, not in a bad way. I'm in the same boat. I had half a torta and two... Tacos, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm and this not, was really we have a. I'm not stuffed. We have a, my wife's in the room with having a pop. These were good tortas, very good, good, good tacos too. We'll have to revisit I this. Know what a torta is. It's like a sandwich, just it's a, a Mexican sandwich. It's a Mexican sandwich. This and this one had uh, El was, Pastor I, and pineapple and Swiss cheese and lettuce and tomato and it was, it was very roasted good. pork and Smyrna. Smyrna. We Ubered what was it, it called? The taco. Taco Cantina, I there think. There you go, Taco Cantina. Shout out for you. Please do subscribe. Never had your food. TPTO is brought to you by Taco Cantina. <laughs> Get and your Al Pastor tacos. Don't let Padriacs hear about this. <laughs> They're going to be very upset. But yeah, no, it was very good food. <laughs> no? Too much? Too far? 
I mean, it, had it, been, it wouldn't have been as bad if the it wasn't so bad. <laughs> your your sound. We are brought there. to we are brought to you by Corona. <laughs> Kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah, no, and that was very good food. A dun, lot dun, of weird dun, dun, topics. Dun. <clears throat> yes, uh, episode twenty five. And to your point, we it's a it's twenty five, and we made no big deal of it whatsoever. Nope. We just. This is who just, we are now. Just paused and farted and belched. No and one farted. We had no. Oh, you light farted. Bel- oh, because you made me laugh. Yeah. It was a, it was a natural thing. Yeah. It wasn't like I lifted a, a cheek up and said. No, no. I I I, I laughed a fart out of you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Well, anywho, thank you for twenty five. It was a lot of fun. Stay tuned for twenty six. We're gonna pick back up with season two of The Sopranos. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> no, it occurred to have me. We, have, we, have we fulfilled our promise? We can't do revenge. I'm not paying for Revenge of the Nerds. If we, Matt, can, we can't pay for it. You can't even buy can't it on anything. So if Matt wants to send it over Matt his, his VHS. Because you know it. they're still listening. They're watching VHS yeah. in Australia. It's just a fact. So yeah. if you want to, you know, no. FedEx or Matt get a the... carrier pigeon to fly <laughs> over your copy of Revenge of the Nerds yeah. or post-apocalyptic Australia, that's fine. We'll watch it. I, might have to, I guess I'll have to buy a VHS. A VCR. A VCR. Yeah. You don't even remember what they're I called. I don't remember what they're so called. No, if you recall, Matt called an audible last week. And, and he went with and Wayne's World. And he said, World. let's do Wayne's World. Well, he's going to be disappointed because we, we really didn't We do, said we, Wayne's we, World. We, we watched it. We, we talked about whether or not Garth and or Wayne would be assaulted in jail. We had differing opinions. And we also <laughs> differed that uh, Tia Carrera is not. You said she's not. I'm not saying she's not hot. I'm just like, if you were to line up, you know, 10 leading women hot girls from 90s movies she's not in my she's she's I just I guess it's personal preference bro I just think she's on that list and right. she's high up yeah. but anyhow I think we fulfilled that so if we wanted to round about it occurred to me we did 13 episodes of The Sopranos then we pivoted to 12 movies mm-hmm. so we could go maybe we don't right. even keep them in chronological order yeah maybe what we do is we cherry pick Episodes that we love from any of the seasons. Yeah, we could do that. We could we just just do the finale. Yeah, I don't I don't like that one. Isn't I never that? loved and I don't like the finale. Okay. I mean, we could do it, and I'll talk about how much I don't like the finale. We could do the last episode of season five. Do you remember the title? No. See, I like White Caps. What White Caps is a good. It's one. a good episode. Yeah. Uh, there's there's things we can mix. I think that would be more interesting rather than like. Well, we're going to plug our way through season two. Yeah. Is Whitecaps the one where they play the Dean Martin music on the yes. boat? Yeah. How long have I been on? How long have I been on? Yeah, I mean, we, we could go back and do an episode, revisit home I'd love turf. To. I mean, we've crossed 25. We're basically starting over next week. We, we're on the Rubicon. Yeah, we're <laughs> over it now. That's <laughs> or, a Julius Caesar reference for or those. Or what we could do mm-hmm. is find a good James Gandolfini movie. Oh, there's a lot. And watch one of his the Mexican. films. The Mexican. It's not a great movie, but I love his character in Get Shorty. I do too. I also like, I loved, he's in such a small part of it. But, uh, and this is not one we should pod, but uh, what's the one that killed Bin Laden? Zero Dark Thirty? Yeah. He plays the CI director at the end. Yeah. He's just so un-Tony Soprano. Well, yeah. It's just a, so lovable. Yeah. yeah. It's also one that there's a bar. That's a good movie, The Drop. The Drop. Yeah. I heard that's a really good movie, that's but good I've never one. seen it. Maybe you should watch it, and then we could pot it. Yeah, I, I would not pot it without watching. No, it. No, that'd be funny because you because I've seen it and you haven't, so you could just be asking questions the whole time. Where the wild things are, he was the yeah. main voice in that. Yeah. Well, anyhow, anyways, 
Episode 25 intro coming to a close. <laughs> WFUCK. The BAM! This is gonna be the last time you hear the Golden Voice. I've been replaced by, by the Silver Crooner, <laughs> Alan Bono. Never call him again. Never calling, never calling him again. I do want to hear that first episode of his podcast. I hope he's lying and he didn't. I will totally him. tell him how to do a podcast. It, it totally it's a, tell him how to do a podcast. It's a, it's a matter of a what was this? A hundred and sixty dollar investment. That was seventy five a piece between the two of us yeah. to get this microphone, yeah. and then the rest of it's all on the intranet and just nonsense. But anyways, one more time. W F U C K. The bam. Holla. I'm just saying, he didn't. Uh, I, I don't. I guess I'd had a few because I don't remember saying that we would do. Well, I mean, that, we'd already planned on Wayne's World, but our problem is we didn't want to pay uh, for Wayne's World. Well, that was on Bourbon Night, if you'll recall. That so was, I'm not surprised you don't remember. It was like we took sleeping pills. It's Bourbon. It's the Ambien Challenge or whatever it is, where you. Kristen doesn't believe me. Hey, hey, hey you're already starting. Jingles. It's like fucking reindeer. It's like he's like Leah. He's like, oh, they're podcasting. I should make noise. <laughs> He's he's been a real he's been a real bitch lately actually he's he's protesting he's like not eating as if he thinks that's gonna make his situation better I really don't know what he thinks he's gonna get out of it but it's he's, like he's starting his own Me Too movement he's, he's doing pro, something he's protesting he's but it, hashtag resist it's not working I tell you that why is it why didn't it ever search I don't understand like mm. why isn't there an enter button I mean seriously there we go um. Wayne's World 2. I told you. I don't want to watch Wayne's World fucking 2. Wayne's World. We're going to try this. I still say Bill and Ted's is an option. <laughs> it's practically the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You take away Bohemian Rhapsody, it's almost the same same film. Uh, all right. Well, I'll say this. If we're going to <laughs> renege on our promise no, we're gonna to our, our first we're going to, I'm not buying it. Oh, my God. I might as well. Jeez, I'm peaks. Well, hold on. Is this a format that you'll always have? Because I learned, like, no. we used to buy movies on Comcast that we wanted to, like, have forever. And, and then, then you switch from Comcast. Well, when we dropped Comcast, I was like, fuck, we just lost all those movies. We're about to shift cable. And I said, Leah, we're going to have a, a fucking watch-a-thon for yeah. two weeks. Because I, I'm going to lose Master and Commander. Far side well, of the world. I have to watch that thing, like... At least ten times until I lose it again. I mean, it was always inevitable, but this is not unlike... I had a massive CD collection in high school. Hundreds. <laughs> and then slowly but surely, everything just shifts to MP3 and iTunes. And it's been enough years now to where I have I have adapted and crossed over and... and did actually, you have one of those big books? Oh, I did. With the... Yeah. Uh, um, as a guy that, that shares office space with us who doesn't actually work for my company, but he is in the same office, and years ago, and I mean like a decade plus, I think, he was like, I want to have my own personal iTunes. So any and every album he could download through these different subscription sites that he's a part of, like he's a Georgia Tech grad from way back in the day. Mm -hmm. his, his knowledge of computers and the Internet maybe even the dark web I don't know it runs deep and he has he has a personal catalog of over a hundred thousand songs it's okay. kind of thing where like at Christmas time if his daughter was like oh I want the new Britney Spears album but it's not out till January he'd be like oh I got it <laughs> and so she'd get a bootleg of the new album that she wanted 
So <laughs> during the transition period, when I really took seriously getting the CDs that I liked into my iTunes to digitize them, I got tired of all the disc burning, and I just started going and hey, hey, do you have Nine Inch Nails uh, entire catalog? He's like, yeah, I got it right here. You want me to send it to you? And so, like, every song I could have ever wanted from my personal CD collection, I still have in digital form. It's just bootlegged off his computer. But he can't do that with movies. And I probably have 200 DVDs. And, like, it drives me insane when I'm like, I know that I have Young Frankenstein on DVD. Yeah, but you just don't want to go dig it out. But I don't want to go dig it out. And right now, we don't even have a DVD player because our Blu-ray player started acting funny and made the sound get all wonky. So even though the picture looks good, it sounds like a record player on the wrong speed. <laughs> it's all really deep. <laughs> we, were, we were watching Goonies, and I was like... Something. I don't think Sean Astin's supposed to sound like <laughs> that. It doesn't sound right. And so I started paying attention. and was like, yeah, yeah, something's wrong with the sound. So I thought it was the disc. Popped in another one. Same problem. So inevitably, we'll see. There's a movie I'll want to watch, and I know I have it on DVD. I think, I, I don't think our problems are the same. And <laughs> I, I have that Blu-ray player. It's an old PS3. It's still chugging along. Mm. Uh, doesn't do much other than play like one game every once in a while in some movies. And there are times where it's like, I know I have, a, like, I know exactly where my DVDs are. They're mm-hmm. in two of those big, clear, like, if you're moving cases. Yeah. Uh, I have a shit ton. I probably have more than 200. It's not like a cockswinging competition, but, I mean, I know I have a million, like, a lot of films down there. I don't know how many and, I have. I know, what I do know is that I have five boxes yeah. of DVDs in the garage. Right. And then I have my prominent movies that I kept out. I'm just saying, I'm, la- I'm a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Like, that... You know how that's like yeah. 10, 15 feet away. Yeah. But when I'm on my sofa and it's 1030 <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I would really love to watch Blazing Saddles right now. Yeah. Let me see if it's streamable. So <laughs> that's like one touch, right? I just yeah. looked up and I'm like, oh, fuck. $3.99. Oh, $3.99 is better than walking the <laughs> stairs. I got you, I got you beat because this happens not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> the prominent, like, when we switched to Blu-ray, the Blu-ray player, I'd made a decision, we'll only keep Blu-ray discs beneath the TV, and they're, you know, they're st- set up like library books on a shelf, you know, spying out. Yeah. And I'm looking. <laughs> I can see the movie I want to watch. Don't tell me you rented the movie. But I rented it on Blu-ray. Oh, God. That's, all, that's like... <laughs> That's, that's almost sh- it is shameful. That's that's not unlike having McDonald's Ubered to your house. Like I'm going to pay somebody 4.99 to bring me a quarter pounder. America has a lot of problems, but that's well, got to be on the on I, the list. Oh, I don't remember who said it. Somebody said it this week on a podcast or on the radio. He just said, "I don't want to hear anyone ever complain again." <laughs> we live in a country <laughs> where you can pay somebody $4 and 99 cents from your phone to bring you a Big Mac. <laughs> Put all of your political, social, financial shit aside. You live in a country where the obesity rate is just through the roof and, and you can have somebody bring you McDonald's. I think it was I think it was the Von Hessler doctor because then Tim Andrews chimes and goes, oh yeah, I did this over the weekend. And it actually was hot when yeah. it got to me. Like, yeah. It got there right away. Yeah. And I thought, Wait a minute, Tim Andrews is on there? Oh yeah, um, I must. I never catch him when he's, he's on. I mean, I did hear. Let me finish. Let me say. Let me say this real quick. When I was listening last week, they were talking about the Georgia election for governor coming up. Yeah, and that he wasn't there. Hillary Cagle and shotgun goofball. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Georgia went with shotgun goofball. They went with shot by a lot. 
Yeah. But uh, they were talking about they. Uh, Eric was saying that mm-hmm. when he asked Tim Andrews who did he think would win or who, who did he want to win, mm-hmm. he said, and knowing that he's not political, Tim Andrews, at least yeah. I don't know if he is or he isn't, but his radio persona isn't. Right. He simply said that Tim responded with, I just want whoever I can do a better impression of. Yeah. So, of course, he's, yeah. he's now saying Brian Kemp yeah. because he can do a much better, hey, I'm Brian Kemp yeah. running for Governor of Georgia, and yes, I do carry this shotgun with me at all goddamn times. Yeah, I mean, despite WSB being sort of right-leaning, uh, they, well, the people they carry at least. Right. I, it's like any... Okay, so I look at WSB kind of like Fox News in the sense that if you watch the daytime programming, mm-hmm. like the Brit Humes, right. the... Um, can't remember the other guy's name. He's actually very critical. You get news. Shep. Shep's, Shepard Smith. Yeah. You get news. He's a rhino. Right. <laughs> but you get news. It, it, it's not really... Tan- but then... Well, I should say, the start of the day is the worst. When That's the Trump... Where Trump gets all his news. Fox and Friends. Right. And then after that, it actually comes into real reporting. And then it rolls off into I, <laughs> fucking fantasy land that is... I, uh, we all know. I resisted the urge to click because I'm trying to just avoid all politics on Facebook. But I saw it was either a Young Turks or a Now This video share of Fox and Friends referring to Kim Jong-un as, like, adorable. <laughs> I thought... Well, he is. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Let's, seriously, let's, let's talk about Kim Jong-un for a minute. If you just looked at him objectively, yeah. like took all context out, and Kim Jong-un was, hey, hey, speaking of Kim Jong-un, <laughs> Trump, go to your room. Go on, cold cuts. Yeah. But if, if you saw Kim Jong-un, like, walking down the street, again, take all context. You don't, like, just a random person. In with his like outfit? A, with, like, I imagine, like, not a, no. Like a regular, like maybe like a tracksuit holding a, one of those big lollipops. Like, remember those circle numbers that are all colorful? Yeah. He's a cute little dude. <laughs> He's just a cute little okay, guy. Okay, I'll give you that. If you take context away. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, yeah. I picture him in like a, in a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit. <laughs> you know, like uh, Augustus. Uh, Augustus Blue. Augustus Blue from <laughs> Wonka. You know, really high-waisted uh, lederhosen. <laughs> You know, that's what I picture when I picture an adorable Kim Jong-un. But I just I, I just saw the headline of the video and briefly read the context and the summary. And I was just it's like this. This would have never happened between 2008 and 2016. I mean, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But because because uh, we've made we've made. Well, it's done. Oh, uh, you rented Wayne's World. I rented it. We got five thousand dollars. We got. Five. Can I have the cream so, of some young guy? Let me talk. Let me talk about Wayne's World while we're getting it kickstarted here. Make sure it's just, on. Just mute. to be clear, we've spent four dollars for you, Matt, in Perth. Which, by the way, he jokingly so said he owes this. us like forty. Because uh, oh, send us Australian dollars. I was gonna say I I checked on. I had to pay my phone bill yesterday, and there was this alert that that I was uh, four dollars above my international rate. Oh shit! Like, I need to check my phone bill. I know because I talked to him for. 45 seconds, and that cost me $4. Holy shit. So. <laughs> I didn't even think to ask. What you and or him is going to, or both, is going to probably see a bill. <laughs> for Because we were on the phone for at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I think so. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So if you figure a minute was $4. Let's just $4. forget about it. I don't want to talk about it, because that's just going to make me <laughs> anxious. 
so we'll have fuck. Well, well, what we'll have to do is look. And if it does cost a lot, we're going to have to unfortunately limit our phone calls with Matt and Perth to what email. Ten minutes? Maybe we can Skype him or or, uh, or uh, does Facebook? Have I, have, I have unlimited data. Does that matter? I don't know. I don't. So maybe that's the difference. All right. I'm on a Sprint plan that sucks, or an AT&T yeah. plan that sucks, but at least it's unlimited data. We used to be unlimited on AT&T, and we dumped it when I found out that after after something like 8 gigs of data in the month, they throttle you down, and they just they throttle your speed slower and slower and slower till it picks back up. Yeah. And the, the honest sales rep I had on the phone, because every, every time it's time to renew, I call AT&T and say, I want to cancel. Well, that's... that. They know that. That's yeah. not. It's an old tactic now. I know. But the last time I did that, they said, just so you know, we throttle your data after 8 gigs. If you buy the 20 gig fixed plan, it's the same rate you're used to paying. And I'm looking at your usage history over the last 24 months. You never go over 20. And you'll actually get a full 20 gigs of speed for the month if you do it. Because if you stick with unlimited, you never have to worry about an overage. But you also, you're going to go from LTE speed to like 2G <laughs> after eight gigs. So we stuck with it. Go back to your uh, your Wayne's World. Let's take a quick break. All right. So yeah, tell us your... Uh, you don't have to do that. Tell us your Wayne's World story. <laughs> he already did, so now it's going to sound like you said it twice. <laughs> tell us your Wayne's World story. <laughs> hey there, last man. Tell us your Wayne's World story. Well, quick thing, we had to run. I, I am getting a guest appearance in, in studio from uh, Baby V. As, from Baby V. the girl, your girl's caller. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I got a great video we'll share. I saw, she, yeah. Well, I know you did, but... Jeff Goldblum! Uh, we just kept saying Jeff Goldblum, and she was loving it. She's a big Jeff Goldblum fan. I see that smile. Yeah, big, Jeff Goldblum! Uh, anywho, no, I got introduced to Wayne's World pretty early, because I think, what did this come out, 90, 91? Probably. Because I know this is one of those great... I don't know. It's one, it has to be... It's one of those early SNL movies. I know, but I was, uh, that's where I was going. It has to be the most successful of the SNL to film. More than Superstar? Come on. But, and I'm asking you honestly. Is that, that's got to be it's got to be it. Uh, most likely. I mean, if, uh, that... Blues or, Brothers? Blues Brothers might be, but it's got time on, on its side, yeah. right? But uh, the Chris Farley movies come to mind. Yeah, but... It Tommy depends Boy. on what, like... Yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying is like this. These were characters on the show. I don't think Tommy Boy was not a character on SNL. That's true. He was just a conglomerate of all the things that made Chris Farley yeah, magical. It's, it's too bad they never made that Opera Man movie. Oh man, they could have done a whole. Uh, what was the one with him and Patrick? <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, she agrees. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, well, you want to tell us more what, what, what SNL you like best? No. Now we're just getting upset. Now we're just getting upset. Uh, anywho, I, I think this has to be the most successful, but I didn't. I was too young well, to see Wayne's World when it was on SNL. I was gonna say, aside from Superstar, I I don't. I nothing comes to mind other than the Ladies Man, where it's a straight from SNL. There's been a, more than you think. There was the the Night at the Roxbury. There was a. All right, that's definitely not as successful. No. Uh, there was the uh, Marty, or uh, what's the one where the woman was dressed like a really nerdy dude, and she was at, is that a banana in your pocket? Uh, it's Pat. Pat. Pat was a movie. Uh, I, I did It's Pat for a talent show once. <laughs> did you make fun of fat people? Or No, I, no? I, I, uh, put on, I put a pillow in my Western shirt and, and did the whole awkward hands thing, and, I, you know, it's like, is it a man or a woman? It's Pat. 
<laughs> I'll leave that there. Oh, the Stuart Smalley movie? That was another yeah. one. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, there's more. And there's I, I went and did a list. Of, I went to find one of those, like, top 10 SNL movies according to dailyblastzone.com. And I couldn't disagree with it. I think they had Wayne's World 1 or 2, but I don't remember what they had as I, yeah, the other I, contenders. But I would say Wayne's World is the best. Long story short, I got I fell in love with this movie really early, but, and for the strangest of reasons. So my grandfather was like, I might have discussed this on the pod before. He was well ahead of the curve, yeah. technologically-wise. Yeah. Technologically wise or just technology wise? I don't know. We, that, that's we have a, that's the, a good it, tequila. It's a good tequila. <laughs> yeah, and you tequila. know I've only had one. Yeah, and tequila that's and Red tequila. Bull. I've had two. And uh, I'm, I'm sailing. But yeah, you have said on the pod. He's very, very good. But anyways, was they had this time. movie collection that was just crazy. They were, they were the ones. If, 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 if the fact that we watch movies on this podcast could probably be drawn back to, in some level to them. Okay. I don't know what you're... I'd love to know. We, we certainly can talk about it, how you got drawn into movies so hardcore. Was it just going to happen regardless? Was there just, an incident? Just fat and lazy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. I think that's. those are all nice ingredients. Those are your yeah. dry ingredients to making a piece of shit fat pie. But I'm saying... Well, escapism. Yeah, that's a good when one. You're a, when you're a fat teenager... And, you don't have, and you're not really cool... Exactly. Like, it's Friday night, and they're like, what are we doing? I'm like, honestly, I'm just, in your head, mind yeah. you, never out loud. You're like, yeah. I'm just pretty excited about that marathon of uh, Godfather that's coming on tonight. Yeah. I'm just going to so, go home and, uh, and watch. I'm going to get an Italian BMT from Subway with double meat <laughs> and toasted. I was going to go home and throw in my cassette of Kelly's Heroes <laughs> and uh, fall asleep with the TV on <laughs> in the clothes. Maybe I, have a cry. In the clothes I don't know. word of school. <laughs> yeah. So... My grandparents had this amazing collection of movies, all old VHS tapes at the time. And he had a catalog. I mean, I'm serious. He had yeah. numbered them. He had a catalog. He had them stored by genre and numbered. And, and all. it was just incredible. But yeah. somewhere in that mix, they had a copy of Wayne's World. Mm. And if you know my grandparents, and you do, yeah, I don't think they ever watched it. I think what happened was they got it in one of those like Columbia house. Remember that place? Like you yeah. would buy movies. Yeah, where it was like a it was like a <clears throat> jelly of the month club. Like kind you of just subscribe exactly. And movies show up. Movies show up, and they yeah. and they were probably their. I think someone at Columbia pro, Columbia House they probably knew them by name, but had, didn't meet them. Like, <laughs> the Fleming's ordered again. <laughs> They're keeping us in business. But I'm pretty sure that in their packet of John Wayne films that he actually asked for, they sent Wayne's World. Yeah. Because when I first got it, I don't think it, I think it still had that old plastic on it. Yeah. And I just think, I I still today find it hilarious that amongst their group of films, it was always this weirdness that they had Wayne's World. It just wouldn't have been a movie they would have watched. I miss the thickness of a VHS tape because when you... When you when you put them on the shelf, it was like the books of, the spines of books. You know, you have that with DVDs, but it's it's a quarter of the size. Like I, I miss the I miss the spine of the VHS tape. So you saw this past weekend, uh, Mom had the uh, estate sale. Yes. So there, we went out there, and uh, Leah helped selling uh, off the estate. Right. The estate is for sale. Uh, well, they had all these VHS tapes, and Mom starts going through them, and she's. She finds a bunch of old Disney, of course, mm. and it turns and the out plastic. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out that we have one of the VHSs that's still from the Little Mermaid movie that still has the dick on it. Oh, nice! I hope you didn't sell it. Uh, she hasn't yet. You should keep that. Um, probably isn't as valuable as some others because I don't think we have the original tape in there, like the VHS tape, which right. makes me think I could probably just 
find an old copy, <laughs> shove it in there. Yeah. But yeah, she goes online because someone tells her, she's like, hey, don't sell that. And uh, they're like on auction for $400. Because I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me just because this thing has a dick on it. Yeah, no. Dick. Like, dick adds value. How? Title how, of the episode. Who were these people at Disney at that time that were rolling dicks into. Because in Aladdin, a, I've heard them say, take off your clothes. Yeah. I've seen, I mean, we stopped it a hundred times and I was like, it's not even close. It's clear that he a, tells her to take off your clothes. That's a thing that artists do. I'm not going to say who the client was or I'm not going to reveal too much, but there was a job my company used to do yearly. It was a book and it was a, it was a family oriented book. All right. And there was a guy who was in charge of drawing um, artwork for the book every year. <clears throat> and somebody found out, somebody leaked that this guy, he's a professional like illustrator, and somebody leaked that he hides cocks and balls in all of his artwork. Okay. And so somebody started looking at this particular logo he had done for the book. And they, they said, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> and then you start looking at all of his other logos and artwork he's ever done. And it's just dick and balls, dick and balls, dick and balls. Dick. And now that you know it's there, you can't you can see it in everything he designs. It was a very big, uh, very big scandal. And ultimately, he was let go from the the art arts department of that project. Back to the Wayne's world. That's the thing that artists do. Tia Carrera. Uh, yeah. No? No. Man, young, young Golden, or Young Laugh Man, Little Laugh Man, and yeah. Young Laugh Man <laughs> were big fans. <laughs> big, big fans. You know, it's funny. When you refer to your Johnson, you, you say Little Laugh Man. Well, you, you, you put the precedent on that. We have the Little right. Laugh Man's Me Too movement. Right. Well, both of us do. But I, I thought it was funny. I think uh, last week when we talked to Matt... He referred to when he was talking about how the math was off. He referred to it as the big bloke. <laughs> I was like, "Good on you!" Like it's not the the big, or maybe he said the big guy, We're referring to his dick, like getting raw, so he's gonna take the million. But he didn't say the little the guy. <laughs> he said the big guy. I was like, "Good on you!" Like you're not you're not doing what we do and being self deprecating about dick size. Like no, no, that's the big bloke. Well, what if it's not? What if our description is actually... Oh, fuck. Max is going to hear this. I'm sure he's got a big Australian dick. Look, the radiation alone would do wonders for Australian dicks. I'm not oh, yeah. saying like... Oh, yeah, I mean... It's, ba- look, it's like God's way of saying, why- hey, sorry you're Australian. <laughs> We're going to give you a huge dick. That's why Moat and Joe had to wear that huge codpiece. <laughs> Moat and Joe's dick would have been just a white, like they, scaly monster. You know, they, they show his wives fleeing him because they're tired of being you know, ruled and oppressed, but something drew them in. Yeah. And it was that monster mutant cock he has. No, no I actually, <laughs> all, all the shit talk about Australia is just for laughs because at this point I am ready, ready to move down and down. Yeah, I mean, it... it but anyways, let's talk about Tia If we were Australia famous, if, some, if, if somebody said, hey, yeah, there's... There's a million U.S. dollars, which is 10 million Australian dollars, <laughs> waiting for you. That currency exchange is just cannot be correct. Probably not. <laughs> but if it's just a matter of getting on a plane and, you know, 16,000 hours later being being in uh, Perth or Adelaide oh, yeah, or, or Sydney or wherever, 
I think it's. I think you have to go Atlanta to probably L.A. L.A. to, to go, Hawaii. Yeah, I think you have to go west, and you go you go around the globe that way. Or if you're a flat earther, it doesn't matter. <laughs> But I think it's a 16-hour trip time. If you're a flat earther, you, I'd be honest with you, you should still subscribe. But <laughs> but you're stupid. But you're a really <laughs> idiot. Like you and those QAnon people, you can all just. Oh my god! Just Let's check not. Out. I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying that. This. I can't. I yeah. can't do it. I, no I, one. I don't want to talk about I it. I love listening to the coverage on it. Though. I do too. I'm it's, not sad, but I don't want to address it. I don't want to tune people. I, I don't have the strength for it. If I'm being totally honest, for these. Fucking idiots! I speaking of which, it. I saw a sheet, T-shirt today. There's there's guys like us out there in the world, of course, trying to do get their money in the T-shirt game. And in a new one, it said, uh, "I'd rather be Russian than a Democrat." Mm. And I was like, "That is just says it all, doesn't it?" <laughs> like, I'm not gonna talk. We don't need to yeah. go in depth. No, but like someone trying to profit off that, saying they would rather. I oh, mean, yeah. I- Ronald Reagan. <laughs> He's turning in his grave so much that, like, I don't know. Like, we'd rather be Russian. Russian. I, my thing is that the everyone that wears that the, shirt, here's what I would want. Yeah. Everyone that buys that shirt has to live for a year in Russia. And I don't even well, care where it is. Well, yeah, the irony there is the right's fear of socialism on the left comes from the socialism in the Soviet <laughs> Union. Which is what Russia used to be called. Which is what that shirt is saying it would rather be than a Democrat. It makes no sense. And even if you took out the on a hundred so, levels, you took out the socialism, and again, I don't equate communism, socialism. But even if you took that out, you're saying you'd rather live underneath a democ or a dictatorship. Yeah, you want okay, a permanent president. You ra- <laughs> it turns out that this time I have won the game. I keep I votes again, <laughs> uh, and my uh, my competitors all mysteriously die. <laughs> It would be amazing to live a day as Vladimir. The thing, for all the talk about it, living a day as Vladimir Putin, I would, I would do some like a debaucherous freaky, shit, like a, yeah, like a freaky Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah, I would do like a de- just debauchery, <laughs> just total debauchery. What a letdown for Vladimir, though. Like, what am I supposed to do all day? Yeah, <laughs> what is this? I sell, no, I will not be selling these popsicles. <laughs> no, I am the new, I am the new man. The brothers that you once had in this company, let's just say they decided to sell. <laughs> it might be a good time for him. I don't know. No, I thought of a, a shirt. A nice release. I thought of a shirt the other day just to really, like, you know, I, I think it'd be, it'd be easier to sell to the right. So I want to make a shirt that's just a silhouette of an AR-15 and just real graphic letters above it that just say assault. <laughs> Just something for some, like every gun nut to wear just to piss off the left. I feel like that would sell really well. We had this conversation. I prefer to do that. I prefer to sell that to the to the right to the writers. I think they're a more powerful buying base. I yeah. think that they it's, it's are an more easier sell. Their their sell now is to is to piss off and, and rub it in that they're winning. Well, yeah, so let's can, do that. Yeah, let's, you come let's, up with uh, gear that that rubs in their their perspective on things and you sell it to them. And then we donate it. No, fuck that. I'm keeping all no, that money. No, of course. <laughs> I'm saying a small, a very small, very Republican-sized donation <laughs> to a Democratic leftist-leaning, yeah. or just maybe just a centrist. We give, we donate every month to the Atlanta Mission because our thing, Mike Lee is big on t- tithing. You know mm. how the Christians tithing, that's what it's called. Right. 
tithing. Mm-hmm. I, every time we go to this one church, the, I love it. Every Sunday, they, they quote, and the Bible says that God loves a, 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 a giver. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the verse. I should know it at this point. It's been, yeah. it's been pounded in there like propaganda every time we've been <laughs> on Sunday. And I look, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You need money to function. Yeah. This whole thing falls apart. If that Escalade's not going to pay for yeah, itself. Exactly. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm not, at this church, I can see where their money is spent. I'm sure, you know, whatever. But I was like, I don't, I just don't want to pay any salaries. I don't want, if I'm going to give, I don't call it tithing. To me, that's just fancy language that makes it seem something like something it's not. Right. I'm going to give, I'm going to donate some of the, my, our hard-earned dollars. I was like, I want to give it to something where I, I, it's going to work. Right. Like, I know that if you give it to a nonprofit, you are still paying salaries. Right. But, so we go with the Atlanta mission. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping people off the streets. It's not overtonish in its religiosity. If it is, right. I don't even know if it is. I've never. We, when we get our stuff from them, it just says, "Hey, you're helping people stay in our mission, get food, keep kids off the street." I don't. know. I like I, that. I send my ten percent to Joel Osteen because. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> what he does with his is he builds barricades. <laughs> so when people try, <laughs> their security system yeah. is what you're paying for. We've talked yeah. about Osteen on this, right? Sometimes I forget. We have. I we saw have. him the other night in that blinking, and I was just like, Joel, it's getting worse. Like your lies. <laughs> Like, at some point, don't you cut... Here's yeah. my thing. It's like any other criminal. Because mm-hmm. to me, that's what the, those guys are. They're criminals. Yeah. So, but it's like any other criminal. They never cut and run when they should. It's kind of like The Sopranos or any yeah. other movie you've ever watched. It's like, you're a mob boss. You've, well, made, yeah. you've made $100 million. Like, go buy an island. Yeah, anything don't worry about you... getting shot in the back of the head for the rest <laughs> of your life. Anything you watch from the outside in, you're thinking, this is where I would have stopped. You know, when you watch Wolf of Wall Street, it's like, if you would have just quit here, you'd yeah. be, you would have been fine. Yeah. But, you know, when his dad in yeah, Wolf of Wall Street is begging him, like, John Stop. Favreau and his dad are begging him. Like, no, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going. It's my company. <laughs> I started this. Yeah. No, I get it. But I, I do think that there is a level, honestly, it's not even rationality for me. It's, it would be fear. Mm. Like, I shouldn't be here. You know, like, yeah. this is all crazy that I'm here. Yeah. So I don't want to be super greedy. If I have $100 million, I'm out. Well, that's like when the Vegas couple gave us money on our honeymoon yeah. that I told on the pod. At some point, Kristen and I made eye contact, and at that point it was, all right, let's 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 bail. Yeah. Because if we stick around, one of them might wise up and take all this money back. Yeah. You so, have to, and that's ex- a perfect point. You have yeah. to know when to... To, and they never do, and that's like these these criminals that are pastors and at some mega churches, some that aren't, uh, just taking you, money. You would from think old at ladies. some point you would just say like, "All right, I've stolen enough from the people that can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Like let's yeah. let's restructure." Like Joel Osteen's gonna be, "I'm stepping down and I'm gonna become pastor emeritus. <laughs> I'll come back every one or two years." And now that I'm going to roll out, this is the new pastor. Now that I have my new jet, I can fly anywhere I want to. God gave me a vision (laughs) that my pastor, second in command, it's time for his walk with the Lord. Yeah. All the while, his little eyeball. You know what would be funny is in that speech, Mm. he would probably be like straight, no blinking whatsoever. Just like looking, and they would all be like, what is going on? He's gone, schizo. Anywho, back to, uh, uh, you know, one thing I want to say in this movie, and I just, uh, just now remembered it. The, one of the cameramen is uh, guy from Oz. Oz, what was his name? The, I don't remember his name. He was the Prague. But the other guy, the other cameraman is the villain from Encino Man. 
Damn, I mean, villains are strong. He was just a bully. He was the bad guy. Yeah, I guess he Robin wouldn't piss on your gums <laughs> if your teeth were on fire. <laughs> These are such... Shush! <laughs> I Hush, know, please! I know this was a 90s movie, but that was just a classic. That was Encino like, Man? Encino Man That's and great. Wayne's World. They're, yeah. they're 90s films that were hanging on to those last little pieces of the 80s. And you got Rob Lowe here. Yeah. Rob Lowe, who's got just and the, the bad and the the villain from No Holds Barred. I've never my seen brother, No Holds Barred. My brother met this guy in an airport when we were in California. They left to go. They left a few days before, and he texted us his picture. This guy just smiling with him. The guy in the windbreaker. That guy right there. And it, but me and my dad were like, "Who is this?" And Terry's like, "I don't know," but he seemed really. He's like, "You want to take a picture with me?" I was like, "That's how you know your celebrity has gotten <laughs> to that point where you've been in like a handful of '80s and '90s films. And you oh. haven't had a role in." 15 years, so you're like actively reaching out. Taylor's like, I knew he looked familiar. Yada, yada. He sent me the picture, and I'm looking at it. He's aged really well. Uh, You'd never believe that based on the tracksuit guy you just saw. (laughs) But I looked at him, and it took me about five minutes because it was bothering me. Yeah. And I was like, that guy was a no holds barred. He was the bad guy. Mm. And then, of course, I started looking at his filmography, and I was like, he hadn't done shit in 20 years. And then I was like, I keep going down. I was like, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he becomes like, he's on the bad side now. But he ends up being pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't he? Doesn't there I like love a little, you, man. A little gay moment at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love yeah, you yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I, I like I like the addition of Chris Farley in Wayne's World 2 with the long, <laughs> he becomes one of the other long haireds. No. Yeah. Chris Farley, no. Yeah. He's got long hair. It's obviously not real, but he'd be much like He's in act- this movie too, though. In this he movie, he's a security guard. Right. He's in, in Wayne's World 2, he becomes one of the leather vest-wearing long-haireds that's part of their entourage. Okay. Along with the guy from Oz. And I can't remember if the guy from Encino Man is in 2 or not, or the other guy who I've never seen in anything else. The guy that does the 3-2-1 countdown. And five, four, three. Sorry, people. That's not dead air. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it is dead air. It was dead air, but we were doing a thing we were, you we can't see. We were doing see. a thing you can't see because we forget this isn't the uh, the Hardy Boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's so funny. We're doing. I just talked about Dana Carvey today. I think so, he's coming into town to do stand up, and I was like, I can't imagine his stuff being all that funny. But I do remember one he did for Comedy Central, Traveling Broccoli, that killed me. Where he said, uh, I, I don't know what it was, but he was talking about his kids are so cute. Because at that point he was doing that kind of clean humor. Dad, I don't know if he ever like, did like dad humor like a yet. Dad stand up. Yeah, but he was. He did. Make, I'm wearing a button-down shirt, <laughs> but it's untucked. <laughs> I don't, basically, but he was saying his his kid walked up to him and said, "Daddy, does God have feet?" And it just he was like, "I'm gonna kill myself." It's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Like I just have to kill myself right now. Yeah, and it was a good question. <laughs> I like this how they break. Thought, this movie breaks the fourth wall so many times. It's a funny that you say that thing because I had the thought the other day. It was just one of those random things that comes into your mind, but how man is made in God's own image. <laughs> and then it, my first thought was, "What well, does, does that does that mean that God has dick and balls, mm. or any genitalia? Because if the image is coming straight from, is it a mishmash of both? Why did that have anything to do with breaking the fourth wall? Because you were talking about whether or not God had feet in oh, the Dana Carvey thing. That's good. Okay, I got my <laughs> got that confused. It just, it just, I don't remember what the context of it coming into my mind was, but that phrase came to mind of made in God's own image, and it just made me wonder. It's like, 
is it like a Ken doll or what's going on there? And these are the kinds of questions you ask your, your youth pastor and they go, well, I'll find out one day. I'm like, I don't know if we'll ever find that one out. I feel like God's going to be modest. That's not one I never, I never would have thought to ask. But now it's like, I know that's going to consume me for like days. I'm going to be like, ask Lee about it. She's more, she's more. Hey, crack the books on this one for me. See what, see what Matthew has to say about this. <laughs> Run this out to a conclusion. I'm trying to figure out if we're made in God's image. Are you telling me God has a dick and balls? What would, what would that look like? Why would he need it if it's for reproduction? <laughs> I know. That's where my mind went. Like, what are you going to do with it? Pee yeah. out of it? You're peeing? You're gone and you have to stop to pee every once in a while? That yeah. doesn't make sense. I was talking to my, my friend Sean, <laughs> one of the guys we've tried to call. He's an, he's an atheist. Um, but... He, we were just talking about afterlife. I don't remember exactly what it was, and he was like, "What would heaven be to you?" That's what it, uh, that's what it was, and I was like, "I don't know. I, I, I perfection, whatever makes you happy is there. Whatever, whatever." And it, it turned into McDonald's like, all the time, <laughs> and my abs only get, get firm. <laughs> it's like reverse. <laughs> yeah, no, but he was saying like, "Well, think about it. If that was real." <laughs> If there was something like after, he was like, I think you're just done. Like, you die and that's it. You go yeah. into nothingness. And I was like, well, maybe. He's like, well, do you remember what it was like before you were born? Yeah. And I was like, no. He's like, hmm. Yeah, well, that's what Von Hesser always says. He's like, where, or somebody says, where were you during the Renaissance? <laughs> uh, exactly. And that's exactly where you'll go back to. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I hope there's something. I think everybody does. I think that's where the idea of an afterlife comes from because it's hard to grapple with the notion of death, of of dead and over. So it's like, oh, we'll go uh, to this place up in the air, and <laughs> everything's made out of gold, and you look younger <laughs> than you you were when you died, and. Uh, I mean, that's a good question. Huge. And heaven, do you go back to like your best form? Yeah. Or is it, do you even look like a person? You're or just, just all a, 25 like and fit. A spiritual, just kind of like a floating. <laughs> These are all tough That's questions. a funny notion to think of like, you know, an elderly obese person who's just so looking forward to being thin again in heaven. <laughs> when I was 22, you would have seen me. <laughs> I was a size two, tits out to here. <laughs> I was working at Macy's at the checkout counter and men would come there. And they wouldn't even buy anything. <laughs> sure. I when Ryan. I get to heaven, I'm going to look fucking gorgeous. Until <laughs> <laughs> they get up there like, well, we ran the numbers. And basically, you've been pretty much that. So we're going to stick with that. Yeah, what? <laughs> By our standards, we're going to roll you on back to 57. <laughs> and we're going to take you from 230 down to 215. Would you like to? Would you have liked to like lived in this time period as an adult? This like eighties, nineties crossover, eighty, nineties grunge. Well, they're coming out of the, they're coming out of that like glam rock, right? And they're it's transitioning over to your, your your grunge phase. So like, right now they're dealing with a lot of Motley Crue, right? You know, would you have would you have found that interesting knowing what you know about yourself now? Uh, well, one thought that does come to mind is the jeans I'm wearing right now are 2% stretch, which was probably not a thing in 1991. No, you were plastered into 
jeans, like right. real stiff denim. Oh yeah, that you had to put some time and energy into softening up. So that <laughs> jeans would have been an issue for a, a fat thirty-one year old in nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, uh, you do have air conditioning most places. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're nostalgic for smoking indoors, that's still a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I don't I uh, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about eras to go back and live in, like take a vacation to 19 whatever. I don't know if this is where I'd go. No, no, I know. I'm not saying this is like our standard time machine conversation. I'm mm. saying this is more like just I, I, I just think of all the people I know, I think you might have had a lot of fun as an adult <laughs> in this time period. I don't know. Perhaps no craft beer, though. Yeah, I'm sure they had something. Yeah. Um, this is an era when, like, Foster's was a hey, big deal. I have a funny picture for you. One of our coworkers up in Charlotte, he went into a Whole Foods. I, I assume they just opened, but on a big end cap in one of their refrigerators, it said, we, we love local, right? Mm. Big-ass sign. So it's supposed to be local, you would imagine. Mm-hmm. And then the whole freezer, bottom row, Bud Light, top row, uh, what's that one? Tropicalia? They, no, what's that one they make for? It's the same generic shitty beer, but they make it for like people that pretend like they work out all the time. Michelob Ultra. So it's this gigantic freezer. We love local with Michelob Ultra and Bud Light. And I mean like hundreds of cases of it. Yeah. My, so I told them, I just hope that they're just storing it. I've My father in law loves Mick Ultra, and so does one of his siblings. I think it's his sister. And she actually asked me to grab her a beer once when we were at together for a wedding. And I knew what she wanted because she likes Mick Ultra. And when I came back and handed her her Mick Ultra, I just said, sorry, all they had was Mick Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> and she just said, fuck you. I said, and I, at some point in that same weekend, I said, Mick Ultra is like, someone said, let's carbonate water <laughs> and throw some beer in it. <laughs> and then we'll put it in a can and sell it. I mean, the selling point is the calorie count. But. My thing is, like, if you're just worried about 96 calories, have a shot. Well, I know. I remember there was a time when I saw Miller 64 12-packs at Publix. This is back when we lived in the city, and I thought, 64-calorie beer, let's give it a whirl. And I remember being on my ninth one, thinking, this is, this is not worth it. Yeah. We're coming back from an unannounced break. That's true. So that just- jersey... I one, love that two jersey. things I have always wanted to own. Well, Clark Griswold has one, too. Exactly. Yeah. So Blackhawks jersey. Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Red ones. I think that it's the greatest. Probably, like, Leah makes fun of me because she knows that when I watch football, I, I watch a lot more sports than you do, but I love a good uniform. Yeah. I even like a bad uniform. Some of those old Houston Astros or the Philadelphia Phillies that back in the day, someone was like, oh, now they look excellent. Powder blue yeah. with with purple yeah. how did that work no I'm, I'm right there with you with sports teams and logos like i i haven't ordered it because i don't have a reason to but there's this part of me that really wants an expos hat just because i oh, loved yeah. i loved yeah. the way the logo looked when yeah. i was a kid because you know why i bet I, I could actually think i know why you got that at miracle strip we both got montreal expos we baseball did? yes we both got montreal expos baseball Oh, yeah, we used to win helmets. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. And that was like the one that you got. You're like, "Eh," at the time, X-Men. Yeah. But in retrospect. You didn't get to choose. I remember I had had um, an A's plastic uh, mug forever. All from that place. And like the the starter. I always got the Royals. The starter prize was always the tiny helmet that you could. That's too big for a G.I. Joe, but too small for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's a big, big gap there. But I've always wanted a, a Blackhawks jersey like Wayne was wearing, but I always struggled with because you can get them with Wayne, right. where you can get it says Griswold. Right. Griswold's was the away white jersey. Right. But uh, I would say this: buy your Chicago Blackhawks, your Kansas City Chiefs. Atlanta Braves. Get them all now. I would say buy them all now. Did because you see it's that? Only a matter of time before the social justice warriors of America. Well, let me let me stop you there. Just because there was a black there's a black away. guy in New York. <laughs> I want to say that has he he has his own t-shirt company amongst other things. Seems like a bit of an entrepreneur. Mm. But he had a t-shirt made which I loved, and I'm surprised we haven't I haven't mentioned this to you. But um, also love that it's supposed to be Chicago. That's clearly Southern California. But we <laughs> can get back to that in a second. Um, but he made a shirt and he, t- he took the Redskins logo, replaced the Indian with just a white guy. So mm-hmm. it's the same team colors, that garnet and gold or yellow, yeah. really. Yeah. And he just replaced the actual Indian mascot logo with just a white guy. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom, in the same font as the Redskins, he just put Caucasians. <laughs> and he, as a social experiment, he was yeah. walking around the city. And you would not believe some of the comments. Like pe- white people, like that is offensive. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. How in the fuck? Like, yeah. and he was like, to each one of the, the response, you know, responses he got, he tried to banter back, or whatever. It was like, what are you talking about? Mm. You've taken a, a, a race of people that were obliterated, yeah. destroyed, removed, placed out in the middle, on the fringe. Yeah. Now you want you celebrate their culture because they have football teams and baseball teams and hockey mm. teams named after them. Yeah. You've appropriated everything about their culture. To make it as white and American as cool. You know, you got Dance with the Wolves. People love Indian films. We talked about Hostiles for fucking two and a half pods. I'm ready to go again. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but I'm saying, so, but when someone takes that logo, changes it to a white guy and calls it Caucasians, you're upset? It was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But beyond all the socio-political or all that's not, I just thought it was an excellent shirt. Holy shit. Like, yeah. you just took that and just Caucasians. So you're, you're, you're on the internet right away. How do I order this? Well, I would wear it. Yeah. And not as a representative of the Caucasians because I'd be like, yeah, Caucasians. Because I was like, I would love to to see <laughs> what he saw that day. Those kind of yeah. visceral reactions of people saying, uh, they see the shirt and like, oh, that's not cool. Yeah. Well, tell me why you think it's not cool. Because I don't want to engage you in a real conversation. Because inevitably, no matter what they say, mm. I know it'll circle back and be like, do you now see why some other people might right. find the term Redskins right. offensive? At least with Braves, it's like... That's not as bad. It's just not as bad. <laughs> Until you get to Chief Nakahoma. He's no longer with us. <laughs> no, I think We've it, softened. Yeah. <laughs> We've softened our, I mean, yeah. tomahawk chops. Pretty much the only thing. The, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always of two minds on, on a lot of things like this, but I think when you look at the, the old school Cleveland Indians logo... The that's, big smiling yeah, white that's teethy going, Indian. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, I give you that one. That yeah. one's not so good. But I think it's Adam Carolla who has the point. Like, so what are we supposed to do? We're just going to get rid of all Native American Indian themed logos, and and just for, after we do, all their problems are solved. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't want. I don't think at some point it, it's the conversation we've had where is you that have. The, oh, that's what he says. Is that the only thing holding them back from being a better race of people? Yeah. Is uh, the the Redskins logo? Once we get rid of that. Everything gets better. Oh, for them. Indian rights will just flood. The AIM movement will will reinvigorate yeah. itself. No, I agree. I'm just, and it's like I've said, it's like statues of people. We you know, in the 50s when the daughters and sons of the Confederate veterans were raising 
fucking statues all over the place to combat the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. And now people are wanting to say, tear that down. And I'm saying, yeah, I wish it hadn't been erected. Yeah. Right? But there's more to learn from it being there. Right. Than just overnight tearing it down. Yeah. Now, that being said, there are some that need to come down. If I walk and it's like, is that really a Nathan Bedford Forrest? (laughs) Like just let's yeah. remove his KKK affiliation yeah. as the founder. Yeah, he he also was a slave owner and made all his money selling slaves. Like, mm-hmm. do we really need that? See, exactly. Yeah. Even Cole cuts is like yeah. no. Well, yeah. I mean, to your point, the history you could learn from it being up is these didn't pop up the day the war ended. No, these popped up in the 1960s, the 50s, 50s and yeah. 60s, as a way to basically scare black people out of the South when they were trying to integrate. Well, exactly that, and people. Uh, you remember? Uh, it's been 10, it's 15, a history, It's a true history lesson it's into been 10, 15 real years. racism. It's been 10, 15 years now, but when Georgia was fighting for the flag, yeah. Save our, save our heritage. It's heritage, it's not heritage, hate. It's not height. Well, wait. I do miss Georgia's the separate water flag, fountains, though. Georgia's flag that we have now, <laughs> that we have now, mm-hmm. was the flag until right. 1956. Right. When the civil rights movement started popping off, mm-hmm. and the only response we had was, well, God, you know what? We're going to build another monument in every single small town. Is that the same little... It's always that one Confederate soldier just holding his rifle right yeah. there in the middle of the town square. And yeah. guess what? We're going to take that, and we're going to put stars and bars in the flag just to remind your ass. <laughs> you might have the ability to vote, but don't mean you can. Yeah. And should. Yeah. And it's like, oh. wait a minute. We're not... You're not saving anything. Yeah. You're... That flag was not the flag of Georgia until the racists in the in the state house said like in nineteen fifty six. In nineteen, let's yeah. put the stars and bars in eighteen fifty six. Not even eighteen sixty six. Not eighteen seventy six. Not eighteen ninety six. I love telling people too. Robert E. Lee never even saw that afterwards. He was like, because that's their guy. Yeah, he was not having it. He was like, he's, put that flag I, I looked away. Looked it up. He's he's. He's in my bloodline. <laughs> He's technically my great, 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 great uncle and a half. <laughs> I looked it up. I saw I got his picture on the wall. Yeah. Well, be that as it may, the guy, even this, this is what you can't say to people. And people even listen here. But you, well, no, you, you could try to have this conversation. Yeah, there is no conversation. But when to when have. he was a professor at American University, he was adamant that they were fighting a, the wrong war. Mm-hmm. He knew it, he, he didn't believe in slavery. Yeah. He, he came from a society. Well, I shouldn't say he didn't believe. I don't really know what he believed, but I know he right. lived in a society that certainly profited off of it. But at the end of the day, he was like, no, put that away. We are one country now. We lost this war. Yeah. Like, that's, he wasn't buried in any Confederate. Like, he, some of these idiots have you believe in. I heard one guy say he's buried in his 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 waistcoat, what, his, whatever he was grays, wearing. Whatever, his dress grays. His dress grays with a Confederate flag draped yeah. across. And his. Like no, well, he I mean, had given that shit, and so did Jefferson Davis for yeah. all his for all his idiocy. That's all that is is just the butt hurtedness of of things gone wrong. Because the guys during wartime they were ready to to move on and be America, and then to your point, when you get to the civil rights movement, you get this big sweep of just racist hillbilly crackers. Like, wow, well, we're gonna resurrect all this uh, Confederate shit. Which was, which was our way of fighting to keep these people enslaved and try and scare them out of our town. Fucking coming Georgia, still to this day, has this reputation of, you don't want to go there, 
if you're, you know, not white and it's late at night. It's like oh, I don't know how we got from the Chicago such, Blackhawks such pride mascot in my us home wanting, state wanting to own a jersey to this, but I do like well, it was following. Because we were talking about the engines. Yeah, the engines. <laughs> we're an engine country. You know that's still. By the way, it's a great book. Uh, can't remember the author's name. Called Imperial Grunts about how America is an empire. Mm. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. But he wasn't even saying it's political. He was looking at it from a military military perspective. If you look at, like, we have SOCON, Southern Command. Mm. We've got African Command. We've got Far East Command. We're all over the globe. We've got bases in Turkey. We've got bases in Germany. We've got bases in Japan. Still to this Just, day, which causes a big problem. The, the Japanese are starting to really get over it. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> you drop those big bombs. Yeah. You, you carpet bomb the shit out of our cities. You, we said we were never going to have a military again. Now you're letting us kind of have a military. But we would really think it's time for you to get out I have of these a hard bases. time believing Japan's ever going to uprise because, I mean, they, they rent hotel rooms to men with pillows that have a girl <laughs> printed on the side of it. They, they have hotels that every room is themed. I know, but like there are there are men that have sexual relationships with anime characters that are printed on pillows with a hole in the bottom. In Japan. And so I have a hard time believing that even if Japan is getting all tired of us being there, like they, they talk about it all the time on the news and in, in different art. Japan, because of what we basically took away from them after World War II, it's a nation of just emasculated men. I don't look. I'm not, that's, that, that's a whole nother pod. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. We're not trying to go to the, the real. We need depths. to talk about Mike Myers' ass cheeks in this scene where he's prancing around, uh, trying to impress Cassandra with camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. <laughs> I love this film. And speaking of Japanese, I don't think she's Japanese, is she? She's Cantonese. Cantonese. That's the language that he learns to impress her. And then you find out that Rob Lowe speaks it fluently because oh, he, yeah. he orders uh, Chinese for him in Cantonese mm-hmm. to have it delivered. And it even has the dialect of her hometown. Right. He's done his research. Cream of some young guy. <sighs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah, uh, we could circle back to the... I don't I don't want the Braves to go away, but I th- certainly think some of them got... <laughs> God, what do they name the, the Gwinnett team? Oh, fuck me. Are you talking about the, 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 the Braves? Yeah. Gwinnett? It's yeah. terrible. It's the Stripers. Yeah. Come come on down here and catch some fish with Stripers. Have you, you've heard the commercial. No. No, my God in heaven. There's never been a worse name for a AAA baseball team. Well, there probably has been, but the Gwinnett Stripers. Well, I remember when they were throwing around name ideas before they had landed on one because they couldn't be the Gwinnett Braves anymore, which I still don't understand. But... I guess they could have been. They just wanted to I remember change. they were talking about the Gwinnett Buttons. Oh, for Button Gwinnett. Yep. Right, right, right. Uh, the Sweet Teas was Awful. one. Awful. I saw that, yeah. I remember they kept throwing out all these names, and I just remember thinking, why not be, what's something else you could, like, be the Warriors? Like, just no, take, no, take, no, Brent. Take, take Brave and pivot to something else. The Gwinnett Sioux. <laughs> Well, you'd have to have just something. Well, let's let's strike that real quick. Sue plural. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna keep on the Indian theme, yeah. we need at least a tribe that would have been here. The so Gwinnett Chiefs. Gwinnett Cherokee. The Gwinnett Cherokee. That'll that'll confuse the fuck out of locals. So where is the game then? It's in Gwinnett. Gwinnett, but they're the Cherokees. <laughs> the Gwinnett so, Cherokees. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm just saying. I don't. Uh, it, it, you know. They could have been the crackers. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the, I I forgot they're the stripers. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, totally more. Okay, um, off point a little bit. But have you been following this whole thing where people are calling the cops on black people for like totally innocuous shit? Yeah. Like just for being black. Yeah. Like one lady was trying to use a coupon at a Target. And the guy called the cops. Cause yeah, there's this lady down here getting all uppity, trying to save money. His hand was shaking. I watched the whole video. I was like, what is this guy concerned about, this lady? Anyways, uh, there's been some really good ones lately. I've been, I've been tracking. Like, they're just calling. One, uh, a New York state representative, not senator, mm-hmm. was just talking to his people mm-hmm. as they were coming off subways. These are his, this is his... His territory, this is his, yeah. his district. He's out there talking and to his campaigning constituents. constituency. And he's talking to me. Every time I hear that word, I think about, uh, oh, brother, where art that? He's my goddamn constituency. <laughs> I love that movie. But anyways, she's out there talking, and then this lady calls the cops on him. Says that he's trying to divide the country. Yeah. For talking to his constituents. But anyways, today. Well, I'm sure they're all Hillary voters. Just butthurt about losing. Also heard she's thinking about running again. What a nightmare! Oh God! What a nightmare! Uh, it's just let's uh, hold on. Let's just come back. That's a. If, I I don't want to make this. No, no. <laughs> Damn it! No. I. Oh my Stop. God! Stop! I want her to run just so I can watch her lose again. <laughs> and, oh fuck! And that's you. I know. Anyway, so there here in Vinings we have a lot of. Um, not really traffic issues. It's just certain times of the day, and there's also a train track. So, if the train comes in the heart of traffic, it gets real bad. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of tricks. I've been here long enough. I know roads to go down, yeah. things to avoid. Cut through this parking Cut lot. Cut through this. Exactly. Yeah. All the things. And um, there's a really. If I'm coming up the hill, as you know, from the mm-hmm. liquor store and the Kroger. Yeah. Right. That's I'm, the worst. It is bad, and I would love crawl. to just ride with you one day to show you some things. To help you save some time. I've done the cut through before where you kind of cut into this side of the shopping center and hop over to that one. No, and there's a whole other one. As okay. you're coming up the hill and there's like that apartment con- or apartments and townhouses on the left, right when you crest the hill, you can tell where the traffic really starts to hit. Yeah. There's a right-hand turn right in front of an office park. Mm-hmm. You turn right real quick and then you turn left and that goes past million-dollar homes and you come out behind the old Vinings Inn. There's okay. that little intersection, the red light with the OVI and that yeah. cami cakes. You come out there. I mean, more people are onto it than they have been in the last five, six years. But I did it today because there was a train and traffic was a standstill. I cut through. It was like, boom. And there's, I, so I come down and there's a cop down there and he's done the same thing. Mm. And there's a lady behind him in a white Lexus, brand new Lexus SUV and me. And we pull up and it, we get up there and we take another left, right. Oh. I think our tacos might be here, so we're going to do another pause. Hey, folks, so we took a break for tacos and tortas. It's tacos and torta Friday. That has no alliteration. (laughs) Coming back to you with part three, technically, of when we've paused for Wayne's World on this pod thing of ours, WFUCK, the BAM, 97.5. That's a shitload of titles. (laughs) Were we always 97.5? I've thrown in 97.5 here lately. I just remember back in Atlanta when 97.5 was the uh, oldies channel. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, it was. Fox 97. Yeah, I think it was just 97, not, not 97.5. 97.1. You're right. It was just 97.1. Which it's basically the river now. 
What do they play on the river? Classic rock. Mm. <laughs> I don't like it. English Nick is on is on the river. What? Yeah. Didn't he used to be 99X? Uh, possibly. I know he was Rock 105. With well, English Nick. And he still does um, um, metal karaoke, whatever that's called. Metalsome. Metalsome Mondays. Uh, you got me. Never heard of that? He does heavy metal karaoke down at the uh, Ten High in the Highlands. All right. It's live band karaoke, and it's heavy metal music. There's your first one. That was a tour to burp. I haven't had a belch because we're drinking just straight tequila with, with no oh. with no carbonation. And I'm chasing it with with water. And I the Red Bull I drank earlier, that, that was loaded. Oh. <laughs> that torta, that was a good sandwich. We had an Al Pastor <sighs> torta, pork and pineapple and other shit and some kind of cheese. It was good. I got to admit, it was actually my wife that turned me on to savory meat, mm. sweet fruit. Yeah. I, I, it's not something I ever did before I met her. You were more of a sweet fruit, savory. I just a... always <laughs> kept those things separate. Mm. Separate but, but equal. So are you a pineapple on ham pizza kind of guy now? I am now. There's yeah. a pizza pie that we get from Mellow called the Maui Wowie. Mm. Uh, since we're just, we always have some form of food talk. But it's the Maui, the Maui Wowie at Mellow. It wouldn't be a true TPTO <laughs> pod episode without some food yeah. talk. So let's talk food. At, at least this isn't technically fast food. That's usually where we venture off into. We'll get there. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Haven't we already? There's a McDonald's did. pineapple yeah, burger yeah. coming. Oh, I'd eat it. Oh, yeah. A pineapple ring on a on a quarter pounder? Fuck me. What, how has it not already been a we thing? We should make that. Like for next week's episode. So we'll just go get quarter pounders and, and put a pineapple ring oh, on it. Uh, dude, we're done. Like <laughs> we're all in on this. No, but uh, yeah, it was not something I would have done. But the the Maui Wowie, which is actually not on the menu anymore, Mellow's done some uh, um changes to their menu. But it, when I'm such a regular, I, yeah. I know the people. I'm like, can you make that? And of course, yeah. But the Maui Wowie is a it's a pesto base, so no red sauce. Mm, okay. Pesto, uh, cheese, and then it's got jerk chicken, ham, pineapple, mm-hmm. banana peppers, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. Okay. And it's fucking amazing. And for me and Leah to agree on a pizza is really hard to do. She's like, she's like a white pizza girl. Yeah. She wants like fucking feta Gross. and roasted tomatoes. Gross. Sun, or excuse me, sun-dried tomatoes. I'm Grosser. like, can we just... No, like this I, is this is me and Kristen. I guarantee you everything you just described, Kristen is thinking like, "Oh, that sounds amazing." Our first—it it wasn't even our first date, because at the time she had a boyfriend. Oh shit! <laughs> but we met for this place called Pizza Cafe. She ordered two slices. We so were, she's not trustworthy, is what you're saying? No, <laughs> she wasn't then. I've locked her down with a babe now, right? <laughs> so you think? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she found Jesus too, so I think everything's going for in my favor. All right, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the great experiment. <laughs> but uh, we ordered. Uh, we went to this place called Pizza Cafe. Our the date plan or the friend plan right. of that day. Friend dinner was to meet at twelve ish or one ish, have a couple slices, and then go walk, walk up Stone Mountain. <laughs> Oh, should, wow. Should have done that in the other direction. Yeah. Working with appetite. Should've. But she showed up and she ordered a spinach, or no, mushroom and garlic. Gross. 
As a, I, I've never even considered garlic a topping. That's not a <laughs> topping. That's part of the ingredients. That's no, not. Yeah. No, I know. But, but I instantly say like, okay, so kissing's out. <laughs> not. I would still do it. Right. But I think I thought that was a message. Right. You know, like. Hey, I just ordered garlic and extra onions. Yeah, like that's clearly a message. Do you have pig butthole back there? She even says like, no, I just wanted that. And I was like, garlic is not a pizza topping. But that also, now you can see where from the get, we had problems, you know? Yeah. In the sense that our pizza allegiances were never on the same page. So, but the Maui Wowie has become the the nato agreement it's become the the un pact yeah where we both know we love this pizza so when we go to order mellow it's like we do look at the menu and i'm like what about the the super veg and she's like yeah but what about the the pesto swirl on the on the white pizza i'm like can we just stop this? Let's just get the Maui Wowie. Let's get the Maui Wowie. Yeah, it's not. No, this change. is very. It's very same in my house. Kristen wants <clears throat> white pizza, or she wants just some weird out of left field shit, chicken and feta and and <laughs> shit drizzle, whatever. And when if I, feta's on the pizza, I'm already out. And like if her sister's in town, she compounds like, oh, I really like white pizza. And I'm like, so you like you like bread and cheese with some vegetables on top of it. <laughs> you don't like pizza. You like melted cheese and bread with tomatoes on top. They of don't it. like pizza. They're they're a flatbread crowd. Exactly. Yeah. And Kristen's outnumbered because the girls, because they haven't developed the palate yet. I'm sure one day I will be outnumbered because yeah. they're women. They like pepperoni pizza yeah and i'm boring old ninja turtle fan dad over here i'm like yeah pepperoni that's what i want yeah maybe pepperoni and sausage maybe a meat lovers where we do a lot of meat i'm not interested in olives or tomatoes or onions or green peppers i'm not i'm not a child to where if i go to a like someone's party and they have a supreme pizza there and it's just kind of serve yourself and eat i will eat it yeah but if i'm ordering a pizza I want double pepperoni, mm-hmm. Parmesan cheese on the side for me to sprinkle on each slice that I want, and that's it. No, I agree. I mean, I don't agree. I, I love a supreme. I love an ultimate veggie pizza, too. Mm. It's just, it is what it is. I'm still five when it comes to pizza. No, I get it. I'm but, able to eat your pizza, but I do not choose Let me it. tell you one of the, the, so Leah loves, I, and I can't, that's, that word alone doesn't even mm-hmm. cover it. A simple tombstone pizza. Okay, I, 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 I can I can get behind that. Fucking loves it. So here's <clears> the thing: she's always asking me, okay, when that when the mood hits her, that's what she wants. She, she, <clears> salad and pizza night. It's just yeah. a simple salad and a tombstone pizza. Grand total, five dollars. Yeah. So I like that. So I'm down for that. I, I love a good tombstone pizza myself. Not on her level, but she's like, if you get it, get the half cheese, half pepperoni. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, but I long ago realized that I don't do that anymore mm. because those pepperonis aren't fixed. Right. I get the pepperoni, <laughs> and all I do is move all those pepperonis yeah. to the one side, and you can't even. By the time I'm done, yeah. you can't even see cheese. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, I'll that, even add. I'll, I'll. I'll. I've added extra cheese. I've added. I've cut up red onion. Mm-hmm. I've done. I've done everything. I, there's a lot of customization I've done. With a with a tombstone pizza. The most customization I ever did to a tombstone was just buying like the four cheese, just straight cheese pizza, and putting oregano on top. 
Oh, see, you're a fucking fancy fucker. <laughs> I might be the bougie. You're for over here chopping red onion. I'm just sprinkling some <laughs> shit out of a jar. No, you basil and oregano. <laughs> you know, Pete Holmes on his podcast always asks his guests a series of questions, and one of them is inevitably, what's one of the hardest times you've ever laughed? And I've always thought if I ever got that question asked of me, one of my clearest memories was with, uh, to this day, one of my best friends, Mike, uh, probably, I think at my parents' house, nobody else was there. They were probably on a trip. My brothers were out of the house because he and I, we were both probably like 19 or 20 when this happened. He came over and we got high as kites. It's like, let's like, this is not something that we did regularly or something we did together often, if ever. It was like a very out of left field, like, what do you want to do tonight? What if we smoked weed? And so we get stoned as shit, and naturally the the uh, urge to start eating kicks in a little while into it. And uh, he goes to my parents' freezer, and he pulls it open, and there's a half cheese, half pepperoni tombstone in the freezer. And he pulls it out, and he says, "Dude, you've got half cheese, half pepperoni." And I just looked at him and said, "That's a good deal." <laughs> <laughs> and the stupidity of my statement just baffled him so much. Like, he, he could not stop himself from laughing, and then I eventually figured it out. Yeah. And it, granted, we were high, so that, that affects how hard you're laughing at anything, but that is, to this day, one of the hardest times I ever laughed was, you got half cheese, half pepperoni. That's a good deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> it's all about delivery at that it's point. Like, it's like, it's the same price. So I actually had this conversation with Sean the other day. We were doing a drive along, and Leah, this was actually one of the first stories I ever told Leah. Also, love how Al Bundy's in this movie. Let's give before I tell my yeah. artist I ever left. I would love to go to Stan Makita's Donuts. I hope I love, it's a real place. I love when they introduce him in the beginning of the movie, and he takes the camera with him, and he starts telling like his background story yeah, about how he killed a man killed or man. something. And, and you then, watch him stab him <laughs> in the chest and watch his soul. Heat. And then Wayne's like, whoa, 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 what are we doing? No, we're not, we're not following this guy. And, they, and I like the actor with the mustache who basically looks like Stan's dad from South Park if you put on weight. Yeah. I like his character in the movie, too. Gar's hair, man. I would love to have that You think hat. that's a wig? Wayne's, it's a Wayne's World hat. I would love to have that right Oh, there. shit, man. I bet you hop on Amazon right now. I know. I'm sure you, I could get it. You could choose from really nice ones to really shitty ones. I know, but the things that I look at on Amazon, like we were talking about sports uniforms earlier. You ever see The Natural? Robert Redford? Mm, no. It's a baseball movie. I might have, but it's... has got Wilford Brimley in it, the diabetes guy. It's great. I, I, I don't know. Anyways... It's got Mike. What's that guy from the Quentin Tarantino's that cuts the cops ear off? Michael Madsen. Yeah, he's in it too. He he plays a guy named Bump Bailey, which is a name I used to call her Bulldog before she died. Michael Madsen, because he's got a gravelly voice as well, does a killer Nick Nolte impression. I'm sure he does. But anyways, <laughs> in the natural, they were called the New York Knights. It was a fake professional baseball team. And their jerseys, you can find them online. And it's just incredible how much they sell for, like 350 mm-hmm. bucks. But I definitely want to have those. I actually want to make some beers sweatshirts from before they go professional. Or the New York Knights, sorry. In basketball, before no, they all go. The beers, yeah. They have just the gray sweatshirt that says beers on the front. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to figure out what that font is, and I'm just going to We should make definitely watch basketball. Beers sweatshirts. For this pod, because baseball is really excellent. I would love tweak to watch. Little, or not tweak. Uh... You little bitch. Tweet. Uh, 
It's not a tweak. Now that you've said that, that's all I can think. Yeah, I know. Tweak is going to be... Squeak. Squeak, you little bitch. I want to watch Basic Ball, but have you ever seen um, Cannibal the Musical? Yeah, I have. It's <laughs> not... Sprinkle. It's tough. That would be tough to pod. <laughs> but anyways, I'll tell you, I'll try to keep it brief because... But to this day, it is still the hardest, I think, I've ever laughed. In the seventh grade, we were in Miss Stebler's class. Miss Stebler... Fucking hot, Miss Stebler. Please, please, please subscribe. subscribe and send us send us nudes. She I, she was so hot that I even remember her husband's name because he was a Greek fella, and he she was always saying it, and it was Demetrius Vicinius Sarconis or some bullshit. But he was she was so hot, and she wore inappropriate shit. I mean, the whole thing was I just never had this. Was I, I'm telling you when I say she was just a nine, she was, and she wore like, inappropriate shit, man. She she had. Uh, on more than one occasion, she had a tiger print skirt. She had a leopard print skirt. She would wear this shit. There's Wayne with his thonged out. We actually hunting. already referenced this, but we had to, we back, had to, the movie we had to back the movie But up. I never had this. I had like shrill, old, postmenopausal ladies for teachers. And then I had fresh out of college, never had friends because they have no personality, young women. I never... I saw them in the school. Yeah. Like, there, there might be, like, two or three sprinkled throughout the teacher staff, but I never had one. I did. <laughs> I had two hot teachers, but Miss Stebler was just, hands down, just crazy hot. Anyways, but it was tough for her because what she didn't know at the time was, in the seventh grade, that she had three of the four candidates for class clown in the twelfth grade in this seventh grade class. Mm. So she had like the entire su- senior superlative of comedic genius. I got you. And classroom disruption <laughs> in one class. And but she did catch on pretty quick because we were trouble and she put us all in the front row. Mm-hmm. So and it was that kind of like those chairs that have bottoms, the classic high school chair with the desk attached yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one way in, one way out. One way in, one way out. And when you farted on those things, it was so fucking loud. It would take a normal fart. And God turn help it. you if you have any belly. I mean, but in this particular class, farts weren't going to kill your reputation. It was actually going to be an enhancement. (laughs) But she had, and I know this isn't a visual medium, so I'll try to tell this story in a way that it makes sense. But in the front row, you had the three players of this story. The only ones that really matter Mm -hmm. was a guy named Tony Davis, and he was the, well, let's keep this in order. There was me. To my immediate right was Justin Johnson. Uh, I'm going to stop you real quick. This isn't the squeeze it story. It is. Have we already done it? Yeah. There you go. That's the hardest I've ever laughed. <laughs> okay. I, I as you were as you were progressing, I thought you've told this entire story in detail before, yeah. and I'm starting to remember it. it and we'll, we'll, we do these things <laughs> typically. That's why I'm always saying I've already said this because sometimes I don't know. I, and, and in fairness, I was I I as you're describing, I'm thinking school front row, high school. Yep. Uh, you're there, okay. And as you're telling him, I'm thinking, we're heading towards Squeeze It, yeah. I think. And it's it's a famous story. You told it at length on, on a pod like probably 10 episodes ago. It's that's the trouble still with, the hardest I've ever laughed. That's the trouble with being 25 deep. Yeah. We're gonna we're bound to repeat I mean, shit. Uh, at 100, where are we going to be? I feel like we're going to have more life experience. Unless we're going to start solely focusing on the on content the on the screen. God, that's miserable. I don't uh, like the sound of it. We're going to end up repeating ourselves. Yeah. Well, I was like, Sean told me the other day, like, I think you're running out of stories. And I'm like, we've been working on it for two years. And they're still funny. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. At least when me and that was the last class me and Tony ever had to get. He was the guy that actually squeezed the squeeze it and right. sprayed the the great squeeze it all over Justin. But like we had another class in high school. We took German together. I took German. I was a hellraiser in that class. Well, I didn't know anybody. It was, me and Tony were the only two like juniors. The rest of the class was sophomores and freshmen. And um, me and him like just we weren't interested <laughs> in learning any German. We just had fun, and we created alter egos, and the teacher was really cool. He can't remember her name, and I can't either, and I don't have a, I don't have a yearbook. I bought one yearbook. I think mine was Frau Bell. <laughs> You've been using Frau. Well, that's what she insisted we call her. Ridiculous. She's like, yeah. I'm, this is German, and I'm not Mrs. Bell. I'm Frau Bell. Yeah. Well, we created alter egos. He was uh, Matthias, and I was Christoph. And, I was Christoph. And we would just... Because uh, we had to choose German names. We Honestly... The only the only thing I could say we did was bully. We were just bullies. <laughs> like if someone said like something, we'd be Christoph does not approve of this. Like Russian. Yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. didn't know. Wrong like, class. No, I know, but we did that, that, that. We're like, no, like all everything we did, and the teacher actually kind of embraced it. She was. Yeah. Maybe she hated her job. And Christoph, we were making it. Christoph does niche approve of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were tr- whatever we thought we were saying er, er, like, in hey, some German act. This is not approve of this, yeah. Hey, a forever, and I said niche. Yeah, <laughs> but I, the only, I mean, it was just that we had a lot of. Fun. Now he's like a really straight laced. I hope he, Tony Davis, please do subscribe. But now he's like a. I think he works in mortgages and real business. I don't know. He he seems to like it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's making five times probably what I make. I'm not here to judge anybody. Mm. But yeah, like, so the, like the fun I get is every once in a while I'll message him like, hey, hello, Matthias. <laughs> this is your Russian friend from German this, class. <laughs> this is the man, the Russian prisoner. Let's go. Yeah, no, Kristen actually recently texted me. He's like, you have to start making money on your podcast, speaking about what people make. Well, you know, I have she's a like, beef. I just, she's like, I just, I want to, I want you to be so, like, famous and rich from it that we could just go live on the beach somewhere. And I'm oh, like, that's, hey, hey, I'm right there with you. Thanks, babe. Pressure. I'm right there with you. I have a beef. We what? handed off the social media platform no, we didn't. to her. Yes, she did. You cannot throw her under the bus I'm like not throwing this. anybody under the bus, but it's like, you no. said... We did say, like, all right, take it over. I, I, I have trouble finding time for it, yeah, so no. take it over. The original agreement for TPTO uh-huh. was the laugh was Golden Voice. Yes. I'll take care of all the technical shit. You enjoy it. I'll, I do like it. Yeah. I'll set up the SoundCloud. I'll, I'll edit. I'll clean it in GarageBand. I'll do all the shit I do. You run Facebook. And at episode then, 21, but- when we had no Facebook, she said, all right, I'll do it if, if Austin can't or won't. And we said, okay, and then she didn't. And then ever since then, you throw her under the bus for not taking over. I'm not throwing anybody under like, the bus. I'm s- every time you bring it up, I'm saying, you can't you can't say she hasn't done Again, it. Because you had 21 episodes I'm to do it yourself. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. <laughs> I'm simply saying, I thought that was the plan. I thought we had a plan. Well, what we need to do is have a company meeting. <laughs> what is the Peaky Blinders? <laughs> a family sit down? I'm just simply saying, I yeah. I'll, Take, take the toothpick I, out of your mouth for two seconds. Thing. And, here's and, the thing. And, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I, I created that page. Well, I don't either. And I don't know. I know we need. What would have to happen is we would have to get away from here. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a pod day. And we need to like travel, find a bar that'll let cold cuts in so we can right. get them on a counter well, or I think, on a bar stool. I think what we're trying to do, we're, we're aiming too high. 
we need to just we need to just start like let's start an Instagram and we'll take the most ridiculous I'm selfie. Not, but that's my thing. I every time we do a pod, I don't know anything. I, I'm not on Instagram. I have no idea how that works. I you just take pictures. I get it, but I'm saying that like, it seems easy. But I don't. I don't do it. I don't have Instagram. I don't even know how to work it. I mean, I guess it's easy. But I don't know it. Well, when this recording's done, we'll set up a TPTO Instagram on your phone, and you can be in charge of it. Okay. And for starters, we'll just take a ridiculous, stupid selfie <laughs> of the two of us in one frame every time we do a recording. Yes, yes. And we'll post it, and we will hashtag things that... Because that's how Instagram works. You build, aside from your actual immediate friend and family group, you build a following through hashtags. So, hashtag comedy, hashtag podcast, hashtag comedy podcast, blah, 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 blah. So many hashtags later, people will scroll through Instagram just looking at hashtags. And if they see something interesting, they'll click on it. If they like the image, they'll like it. If they really like it, they'll engage with it and comment some. The point being, if we do that, I don't know how Selfies of Us is going to do this, but... Well, you're a really good-looking guy. <laughs> Thank you. You have a nice beard. You're all right. Well, <laughs> what a dick. This wasn't a beard slight. No, it we wasn't should, a beard You know slight. what we need to do is involve him. People respond to dogs. Well, yeah, we'll just make, uh, he cold cuts is the, is the mascot for sure. Hey, wake up. You sleepy? <laughs> you sleepy over there? Mr. Jingle Jangle's over here so all of a sudden. He, you know, is, he's, he's sleepy because he snuck a bite of that taco earlier. Um, but we'll he build. himself a taco chore. We'll build a, yeah. We'll build a, an Instagram following for the pod, and we'll try and funnel people into the podcast through Instagram. Okay. We'll try that for starters. Because I personally, I'm kind of, I've been past Facebook for a while. I pretty much, I check it as part of my daily routine just to see whatever stupid bullshit's in the news, maybe catch a funny video that somebody shared. <laughs> and it's mainly a device for posting pictures of my kids to stay in touch with family. Instagram is Cleaner, quicker, and easier. Okay. And every, even though I have want nothing to do with it, everybody keeps telling me we need to get on Twitter. I'm like, fuck Twitter. I created I a Twitter account for a work account that I was with many years ago, and I, I, I <laughs> my only experience with it is creating one for the Give Girly the Damn Ball shirts. So that we had something for people to contact us by if they wanted to buy more shirts later. Yeah. So I still have Give Girly the Damn Ball Twitter. That shirt still gets... I wore one of the gym last night. Mm. Five people. <laughs> I was like, he hadn't even been here for yeah, four he's, years. He, what, he's in... He's in L.A. Yeah, I was going to say he's in San Diego or L.A. LA. Yeah. But they're like, dude, that's a great shirt. And I have to... Because I'm a, I have a little bit of a... Ego when mm. it comes to it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's me and my cousin and uncle's idea. <laughs> we made these. We made a lot of money that, that day. And Walked around, sweated my ass off, ate cold Chick-fil-A sandwiches. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Wads full of we, cash. We, we didn't get cold. Did, did they sell us Chick-fil-A sandwiches? We had breakfast at Chick-fil-A no, at 6 o'clock in the morning. No, and because I had my pickup truck back then, so in planning ahead, I had a truck That's right. full of boxes of T-shirts, yeah. all organized by size, and then I had... A giant red igloo cooler filled with waters. If I'm being honest, mostly beer. Yeah. And I had gone out and bought, I don't know, like eight or ten Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Because those are good, cold or hot. Oh, I, 
prefer my other way. I don't have a preference. Yeah. Room but temperature. I, I just remember that thinking, uh, it's shit I can never get away with now. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. We're about to depart in earnest. Yeah. And I'm drinking bourbon whiskey. Well, yeah. At 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> What? I had that pint <laughs> stuck to my belt all day. Just yeah. like, you want to the shirt? Yeah. For the listeners who are not Georgians, we made shirts in, in uh, sort of tribute shirts to, at the time, I think college football's number one running back. Uh, one of the best players. One of the best. And Georgia, the team he played for, like for the first couple of games of their season, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Never put him in. No, yeah, it shows your sporting acumen. Or they didn't give for him the, the first ball. game. Your family came out to my my parents' house for the, right in Grayson for the Georgia Clemson game, and my dad called me. He's like, "We'd love for you to come out," but they also know how I am. And I was like, "I don't like to watch the games with people." It's not because I'm well. I'm, now I'm, people I'm, don't like to watch the games with you. Yes, it's more that it's just <laughs> I'm saving people from myself. Right. I know who I am, and I don't want to. It's just bad. He's You're like, like a teenage hey. girl in front of the Beatles. You just I lose guess. it. Yeah, a little bit. And I was like, <laughs> I, I would love to, but you know how I am. He's like, no, don't worry. It's your Chuck Roy, Susan, and Aunt Susan. It's going to be Mike and, and Christy. It's people that totally get it and totally understand. And I was like, all right. So I came out. And again, this at the time, Todd was one of like arguably the best player in college football. This opening game against Clemson. And at halftime, they, he only had eight carries, which is just erroneous. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you, you set up a concert, a super concert, no matter dead or alive, and you ha- I'll just use yours. You have the Beatles mm-hmm. as, one of, as one of your acts, yeah. but you only give them a, a three-song set. Right. It's like, what are you doing? You have the Beatles. <laughs> I don't care how long the concert is. You give them a fucking full set. You don't. Yeah. So the quote at halftime was, I was throwing my hat. I was doing all the histrionics, and I was like, give him the fucking ball. Give Todd the fucking ball. Right. And your dad, as... A smart man that he is said, "We can't use fucking right, but we can." But say this it. happened two games in a row, if I remember. No, nah, it was only it was only based on that one game. But it was enough of a of a uh, communal thought. Yeah, there 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 were several games where we wanted to like as a Georgia fan, you wanted Todd to have the ball forty times, right? But there were games where he was carrying it twenty two. Or but, 16. Right. But that's, again... But the notion of give him the ball... Because it worked, the, right. It was a communal yes. enough thought to where when any Georgia fan that didn't yeah. even know us saw a t-shirt in downtown Athens that said, yeah. give Gurley the damn ball, they're like, fuck yeah, absolutely. Where'd you get that shirt? And you're like, I got a backpack full of them. You want to uh, buy one? I'll never forget. We, <laughs> we hadn't even walked out of the parking lot, and that old timer's like, it's a great shirt. And I remember telling all y'all, I was like... Don't ask them if they want one. You got to hit them with a buying question. So you say, yeah. "What size do you need?" Yeah. And that guy said, "Oh shit, I'll take four. Yeah, uh, two large and two medium." And we were like off and running. We yeah. hadn't even been walking. No, for that 25 was like feet. I, we were like I had just backed into a space yeah. and I was organizing boxes by size. Yeah. And you're already slinging t-shirts. Yeah. It was it was a quick move and it and it and it was just funny because that afternoon had it all. It had we had fun. We got drunk. We sold. We made a bunch of money. We saw all kinds of great people watching. And then we saw the just abject racism <laughs> of me standing there. Remember, because after the game, it was a bullshit game. We we're playing some nonsense team. It was Troy. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was some, a, It was a blowout at halftime. Yeah. So we left early. But even when we were walking into the stands, people were like, "Oh shit!" And then people were taking pictures of us. I still have it on Facebook. All six of us and yeah. Elise. Yeah, Elise. And, yeah. Uh, um, Louie. Louie. Yeah. And they were like, we're all turned around and looking and everything. And uh, having a great time. 
and we walked out and I'm holding up shirts. I'm, I'm on, I mean, I'm not even off. I'm like 20 feet, 20 yards off the stadium, holding right. up shirts, selling them. No one, I, there's cops everywhere. Mm. We would actually given cops t-shirts and right. they said, great t-shirt. And I just threw them a shirt. And to be clear, what we were doing is not, totally illegal. It's not allowed. Yeah. We're, totally illegal. We're selling, we're literally selling shirts. Unlicensed vendor yeah. selling a, a shirt. In a, in a, in a downtown college town where you need a license to set up a tent and vend. We're just walking around with bags, bags. full of shirts. Yeah. And basically, we're just in trouble. If you get in trouble, just play dumb and, and walk away. Yeah. And then go try and sell some somewhere else. If you else. see a bunch of cops, just avoid it. But yeah. we didn't have to. Because every time we saw a cop, hey, great shirt. Yeah. So I'm holding up shirts. I'm selling them, standing there. And I got, again, so many times, as you well know, throughout that day, I had cash bulging out of my cargo pants, which yeah. I can't believe Leah even let me leave the house in. Yeah. But. This was a cash business. Yeah. Through and through. And uh, nice people in Georgia were like, hey, man, you're dropping cash. And I remember thinking, shit, that's crazy. But uh, I'm holding up shirts. I'm selling these shirts as people are coming out of the game. And there's a, a young black girl selling bottled waters, which is what they really need. They don't yeah. need a $20 T-shirt. Yeah, That's a classic move. You they go, kicked you... her off the curb. They said, you got to move to within X <laughs> amount of feet. And I'm standing over there. Hey, you with the, with the Todd Gurley shirt, you want to come take this spot? Because <laughs> we're kicking her out. You want to come stand here? This is the money-making spot right here, bro. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. I was like, "How many days did you go? Did you do it twice?" Yeah, I went with you, and I went with uh, what's which? We went with we went with a cone. Uh, we went with Courtney. Courtney. I I thought both of them went. I think both Katie and Courtney came. No, we only had one cone. I don't remember, but I know that we and I didn't have Leah. I actually brought an old. That's right. Friend of mine. Yeah. From, uh, it was a Kristen. Uh, and we didn't make near as much money. No, I think I went out a total. She made like eighty bucks. I was like eighty bucks to walk around, and have a good time. Yeah, I I seem to recall I went a total of four or five times because of the the structure of the home games. And I think you came for two. You didn't go four or five times. I did because I went on one without you, but I had I uh, that one. I had a I had one of my cousins come back. My friend Patrick, who's a diehard Georgia fan, was all about it. It was like. It's like replacing cast members. Like, I don't have a lease in Louie anymore, and Austin's dropping off on this one. And my whole task was, my dad's like, hey, we made all these shirts. You got to go sell them. Yeah. So I had to recruit new people. I think I went to four total games. That seems more if, reasonable. I, don't even, I mean, you didn't go. To, there's only six home games. I don't think you went to five. Yeah, no, I think we did a total of four, and we ended up selling about half the shirts. But that, everyone that got their made. money back. Yeah, yeah. Your dad didn't make he, any money. He, 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 he earned his investment back and then a little bit. And then our take for, you know, being the the, the, hustle. the grunts on the ground, yeah. we all made a little bit of pocket cash. Paid for him. <laughs> you bought, true, you true bought story. the dog with your the dog day, early Yeah, no, no, for real. The day after, it was uh, October, I think, or something, maybe September. But yeah. the day, Saturday, we made the money. The next Sunday, we went and bought him. Thank God the football season. And don't give me that fall. adopt not shop bullshit. Okay. <laughs> if you, I've adopted many dogs. You're not gonna get that from me. If you no, I know, but I know, but I see it's a whole other thing. But it's starting yeah. to really chat my asshole. Is he a rescue? Did you uh, rescue him? I I've gotten to the point now. I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I bought him. I bought him thirteen hundred dollars. It was a little more than that. <laughs> 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 well, you pull 
sold your t-shirt money. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a little, it was a godsend, those t-shirts, because <laughs> Lee had already made a deposit, and I was like, Jesus! So I was glad for the t-shirts, because they ended up paying for the boy. Yeah, no, he's he's from, like, one of the, like, best puppy mills. Yeah, no, his, well, that's my thing, like, the adopt, don't shop, well, it's, let's not do that. But, no. yeah, his dad flew in from Germany, literally, mm. first class. <laughs> I don't, for dogs, anything right. on a plane is first class. Right. But he, his father. You mean I can just shit on the carpet? Well, I, I actually remember his name, Nanook. Nanook. His dad's name was. They have those big long. It's like horses. They have big long names. Is but Nanook of the North, like a husky I, name. No, it was just Nanook, and his mom's name is, is Harlow. Hey Nanook. No, that's not his. <laughs> his name is actually. If you want to talk about registered dog names, his yeah. name is Quantus von den Ortanen. Quantus. Yeah. Chop, chop. Come here. He doesn't know it. Huh? We, we had to name him. He was part of a Q litter, so she said the name had to be Q. And Quantus um, means Latin for, like, special one, or I can't remember. I'm an ugly American now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know my German name. <laughs> so his technical name is Quantus von den Ortanen. I go by Legion or Cold Cuts but or whatever they Legion, fucking call me. Because it's just badass. Legion. No, he's a good dog. He's sweet. He's got a good temperament. He's got a, a licking problem. Well, as your dad pointed out, he apparently you Hickman's. He loves. He just loves too much. Well, I, he but <laughs> he really likes something about you Hickman's. Maybe we're you sweet. exert a pheromone. Yeah, we're we're mosquito people. Is that what that is? Well, I know I know I am, and my mom is, and Albury is. Like for whatever reason, like both my kids can be out playing, and Albury will come back riddled with mosquito bites, and Adelaide might have a one. Hmm. They say it has something to do with. Um, your sweat or your blood type. They're just drawn to certain people, so those are the people they land on. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, back to this. Is that the, the mustache guy you were speaking of? Yeah, he looks like Stan's dad from South Park. Just a, little, just a fair true. bit bigger. <laughs> if they ever made that movie, that is the fat Randy. Are they going to make a live-action South oh, Park? God. How do I would die. Cast? I would die. You could cast Andy Milanakis as Cartman. He probably still looks like a child. No, I don't want Andy Milanakis <laughs> as any role in the live action Cartman. I watched Waiting for the first time yesterday. Waiting. It's the. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Ryan it's got Reynolds Ryan Reynolds and Andy Milanakis and the guy, a kid that gets gutted and skinned and Jeepers Creepers, and he's in Justin Dodgeball. Long? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. Justin Long, Dane Cook's in it. I like Justin Louise Long. Goodman is if, in it. Just because we haven't really given Wayne's World its dude. I like Justin Long in that. We said Miri, Wayne's Zach, World. Zach and Mary make a porno. Did yeah. you ever see that? Yeah. And he's the gay he's, porn star. He's yeah. like, he's, what is, he's Randy. What was it? Randy. It's one of those classic names. Oh my God. <laughs> he was so good because he was talking about porn. He was like gay porn titles, and Justin Long was straight. Killing it! Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, no, he, he's he's definitely he's a straight character in that he's not part of being goofy. He's just he's just a really intense gay porn star. Oh God, this is gonna bother me. It's Randy cock swallows or something. I can't remember. It's <laughs> fucking priceless. I, that movie is not that good. It's not, but it has some great parts. It does. I remember that's a movie I saw it on Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving dinner was over. Uh, this is when I was still single. Me and my friend Lindsay and our friend Will drove to the movie theater with a trunk full of Budweiser. And I mean a trunk. And we slammed as many beers as we could tolerate before going You in, tailgated for a movie. <laughs> before going into Zack and Mary to watch you it. You know, I would love to do that. I just like to tailgate pretty much anything. 
but I, I, I couldn't do that for a film because I'm going to have to piss like five times. Well, yeah, you do. And fortunately enough, Zack and Mary is not a great movie, so getting up to pee wasn't a huge loss. Sure, can sure. You, can you picture a scenario where your daughter and, and my two are all part of like a some sort of like girls dance recital thing and you and I get there early to slam beers in the parking lot yeah. beforehand. <laughs> well, I, I think tailgate the recital. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> uh, there's things that you've done as a, as a dad that you're more advanced that I know like there's going to be some of those tedious things where it's like, you know, I'm glad she's doing this, but a little buzz before wouldn't be. You want to tailgate the, the soccer thing. game? Yeah. You guys going to see Atlanta United? No, the girls are... <laughs> Yeah, during a rec league. Oh yeah, Baby V and uh, Aubrey, they've joined the same soccer league. During an all ages rec league. All ages rec league. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna slam beers in the. <laughs> in we the, might even pod live from the soccer game. We're slam beers. Horseshit call, ref. <laughs> Horseshit call, <laughs> sir. This is four and through six year old soccer. Doesn't matter. If I see a bad call, I'm gonna call it, <laughs> sir. I'm gonna have to ask you to not swear. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, also, give, also, hey, give me a hey, give me a beer while you're going up back up there. <laughs> so there's no drinking in the park. This is this is this is a this is the Roswell wreck. You can't I, like well, we're drinking. No, it's it's root beer. Yeah, go fuck away. Go 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 riff the game. We'll get one of those cans. <laughs> they, they cut a Coca-Cola can so you yeah. can wrap it around a beer. Yeah. No, that would be fun. I think. I mean, honestly, I, would, I as someone who worked as an umpire, your drunken behavior really probably would be better than the non-drunken behavior it's for some part, parents. It's part of any sporting event, regardless of age or location. I'm sorry, I got Tia Carrere with a snake wrapped around her while they're doing their. I remember going to watch scene. when Banks was on the varsity at Blessed Trinity. His last, I think, I don't remember how many years he played football there. I think three. Uh, I I went to some games and mom always had a coffee thermos, you know, night game, November, it's chilly. Everyone thinks you're drinking hot cocoa or coffee. Not mom. She's drinking vodka and cranberry. <laughs> hey. Uh, at a private Catholic high school football and, game. And, and probably and probably making <laughs> and the biggest supporter. Because I already know she I've heard your mom at a comedy show. Yeah. She when I Ron White, I was so excited. She's gotta get her drinky drink. I, I honestly remember telling Lee, I was like, I hope she's close, but even if she's not, we'll be able to hear her. Because mm. it was that Gwinnett Center. It's not very big. Yeah. And sure enough, she was like one section over, yeah. a grand total of 20 yards away. And he was a very funny guy, and she was just dying. And her laugh just dominates. Yeah, it carries. And it's, but it's so infectious. It so makes everything better. I laughed so hard when Kristen and I were still, I think we were somewhat newlyweds, <clears throat> maybe a year plus into being married. She's working at Leon's indicator and mom wants to come down and, and go out to dinner with me. And we're going to go to Leon so he can sit in Kristen's section and she can visit with her too. And she gets there and she's got her coffee thermos. And I'm like, are you, are you drinking? She's like, it's fucking Red Bull. I'd catch a buzz on the way down. <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> like you drank vodka and red bull on the way here <laughs> hey we don't judge around here i'm a vodka red bull guy i'm not here to judge I know, tonight we're both tequila and red bull guys that's true i i yeah no but i laughed so hard remember like, that time like, i right, came I, and meet, met y'all at leon's yeah with that other girl yeah that was the you had a guy friend with you too no no i just had her 
All right, well, I met, I met up I, with I, you multiple times in yeah, the theater. Yeah, there were several times. A, well, Leon's, yeah. You had a dude friend with you once who had, like, some tattoos, and we talked about that. I don't remember who, who he was. I don't remember either. Larger man. Oh. Dark-haired. Dark Larger man. Dark Not, like, fat, man. but just overall big dude. I think he was ex-military. Yeah, that's Derek. You yeah. met Derek, yeah. He had some tattoos, and you guys were slamming Derek's drinks awesome. into Cater. Yeah. He's married and lives in Nashville now. But, um, no, I brought the girl down that I was that was my in-betweener. Once me and when, when Leah broke up with okay. me, that I meant to tell you this, that's the dry shandy girl. I don't remember her at all, but I remember what you're talking about. Her name was, was started with a D, Danny. Fuck it, she's not listening. <laughs> but she was. I remember thinking about it the other day. I was like, because I told that story on the pod about mm. the. Cause your dad was like, you told a bad hand job story while you. Yeah. Holding your child? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we have to stick to who we are. I'm not going to change things now. <laughs> That's something I talked to him about today because he was talking about the most recent episode and things he disagreed with. And I was like, well, just so you know, it gets really good because at some point, uh, I think he tells another really personal, this time, uh, blowjob story. And then we get to butt surgery. <laughs> what was the blowjob story? <sighs> I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> no, but the one that you met that you don't have any remembrance of, we, we came down, and I know exactly it was late. The The place was closed. Yeah. Or we stayed until it closed. Did and we then get, did uh, we get poutine? No. Mm-hmm. Kristen was rolling silverware, and you said, we can go after this. Yeah. And I don't think we, I think we actually just left or went to another bar. But I remembered that because after thinking about the story, I was like, wait, he's actually met her because she was. She was the one who was like, I've never been indicator, Decatur, heard it's rough. And I was like, fuck, any part of any city has a rough part. I'm yeah. going to take you to Leon. I'm going to show you downtown Decatur. Yeah. It's not unsafe. Yeah, there's parts of Atlanta that are bad. There's parts of fucking Decatur that are bad. There's parts of, no, Vining's pretty great. But there's parts of any city. There was a small stretch of time where there was a. But that was the dry shandier. Continue. Okay, there was a small stretch of time in Decatur where there was a a mugger that would follow waitresses to their cars mm. and hold them at gunpoint and steal their purse. And it's like, and I blame all, I mean, sorry, but I blame all of that on the fucking Marta station that's right in the middle of fucking Decatur. Yeah. It's like, if you're from a shitty side of town and you want to, and you want to rob easy pickings, you go to Decatur where all the young college girls are waiting tables till three in the morning and you just spot one and follow her to her car. Mm-hmm. And then you hop on the train and go back to the shitty side of town you came from. It's like, <laughs> duh. What if it? What, let me ask you this: Let me turn this on you. You say the shitty side of town you came from. What if they rob someone in Decatur and they don't ride down to like East Point? They ride up to North Springs. They ride up to North Springs. And they hop in their <laughs> BMW and drive farther north to, to John Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing maniacally <laughs> the whole way there. Like, <laughs> why does me and you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're rubbing shoe polish off of their face. Your makeup remover, like, <laughs> the news will say it was a black man, but it was me. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I've built my wealth off of robbing young white girls pretending to be a young For black 40 man. 40 years I've done this. I got my idea from the Neil Bort show when he talked about following a, a panhandler who actually drove a Mercedes and lived in a oh, nice house. I've seen, fuck Neil Bort's, man. <laughs> Fucking guy. I miss his intro music. Because what was it? It was the Huey Lewis, the new song. The, the uh, I don't remember what song it was, but it was the. Dun, 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 oh yeah, Like Von Hesser, because he went to three hours in that time slot. Now he's basically the new Bortz. Like he started at one hour, then they gave him two, 
and he started at three hours. You this knew week. Von Hessler was going to be a winner. Well, yeah, and so like he was talking about how like that time slot in his mind was built by Neil Bortz, and when Neil retired and Herman Cain briefly took over, he always thought, like, there'd be a cool spot to take over one day, but that'll never happen because I'm a shock jock. And now he's doing it, and so they've been talking a lot about the history of that time slot this week because it's their first time having a the proper Bortz three-hour time block, and I'm just like, I just want once for you to play the Huey Lewis in the news oh music. just God. Just for nostalgia's sake. I'll tell you, when I was listening, because I don't listen as much as you do, I, I'm, I'm trying to... Stuff for me to get off the sports talk radio. Although it's terrible at that time slot, so maybe I should. But he was saying, uh, I was just dying to hear. I know they can't. There's probably some kind of licensing. But Eric's P. Shy Shy is Dugan runs dry. Do you remember that with the regular yeah, guys? Yeah. God, I'd love to hear that on his on the. Yeah. No, I, I, I long for their bits. I'm like, you what? Can you? I don't mean to stop you. What? What's stopping you from this? Her hair. Is a big is a big push for me. What? Okay, is that really it though? I don't like her mannerisms. I don't know. She's. I gotta say, she doesn't look Cantonese to me either. She looks more Vietnamese. I don't know. She just she throws she throws me. Well, I don't want to. I like let's do a tie in. Let's do tie in. We always well always, but I think we've gotten away from porn a little bit too much. We need to keep that (laughs) tied in. All right, let's go. Or Tia Carrere. I think it's Tia Carrere. Yeah. The Asian porn star, something Carrera, is it? She was like famous. She's like really smart too. She has degrees and. Asha Akira? That's Asa Akira. She's like still in the business. I I'm, know that. I'm thinking uh, this is this would be more like the in the age of Jenna Jameson. This was early '90s. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Is it Asia Carrera? No, she was. Um, I know who you're talking about because she was married to a guy who used to be in the band Biohazard. Yeah, it's Asia Carrera. Thank you for that. She, <laughs> she uh, she got really famous during that time period. I'm pretty sure she took the Carrera because it tied directly to her. That's not who I was thinking of. Who were you thinking? I don't know her name. I just remember that she was married to one of the singers from Biohazard, a heavy metal band. <laughs> Evan Stone. That, that's the time period. That's her and Evan. Evan Stone's heyday. <laughs> He's slowly becoming uh, the, the Ron Jeremy of his generation. I can't remember her name, but she was. Uh, She's even got one with Randy. Randy, what's that guy that first put down Jenna? I don't know. Randy West or Blue? No, uh, he used to have a, a porn thing called or, Up and Comers. Was she, it you? Of course. <laughs> Anyways, that's no, our porn I bit. I don't remember her name, but I just... I have one for you. I remember that she was married to the a very tattooed dude from Biohazard, and he was he was part of one of those um, one of those uh, mega bands where they get members from all these former heavy metal bands. Sebastian Bach was in it, and I remember seeing her in an episode. It was like a VH1 show where they like make a band out of various band members, and uh, I remember he was one of the funnier guys in the group, and he's just... T- tattooed from head to toe. Good fellas. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Me- she was in an episode, and I was like, oh, that's that porn star. She's she's from that same generation. She's Asian. She's got huge boobs. I, I Her name is Asia Carrera. No, that's not who that is. It's gotta be. It's- There's no one in that time period that... Look up the singer from, like, Backtrack. Backtrack. You, you, you want me to micro-engineer here? Yes, I do. Reverse-engineer this. Because as soon as you see her, you go, oh, so-and-so. Yeah, she was super famous. 
so what am I what am I looking at? Uh, look up look up biohazard singer porn star wife. Just look up those words and, and she might should pop biohazard right up. Biohazard singer. Keep talking. <laughs> porn star. I'm watching Wayne's World. <laughs> wife. As soon as it pops up, you go, oh, yeah, duh, she's, because, like, she's... Tara Patrick? Yes. Tara Patrick is a, is a legend. I but know, I, put, I couldn't I remember don't her name. I put her in that, to me, I, she doesn't strike me as all that Asian. I thought she was. I can't remember what she looks like. Her she's, husband was Evan Seinfeld, a.k.a. Spider Jones. From Biohazard? Uh, seems like he was in a few bands. But he's, he's... That chick's not Asian, bro. Tara Patrick. What is she? I don't know, but that's not Asian. Vietnamese? She was born in Great Falls, Montana, as Linda Ann Hopkins. So she's a Native American. <laughs> yeah, the Hopkins clan was known. Bringing it back to hostiles. God. Maybe we should, maybe we should abandon the Andy Griffith porno parody and make uh-huh. a hostiles porno parody. It'd have to be dark. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Does it have, does it have to be? You can't have the Comanches just showing up and being like, we're going to... You know what? We won't kill you, but we're going to take that pee. <laughs> speaking, speaking of uh, Native Americans and comedy movies, uh, Cannibal Musical, the Indian tribes in that movie that are all cast and played by Asian people who, who did not abandon their stereotypical broken English Asian accent with, with Native American garb on still makes me laugh my ass off. <laughs> you don't believe we are Indians? <laughs> Y'all, if you're not familiar, Google Cannibal the Musical. It's I think yeah, it was like two years before the first episode of South Park. Yeah, it's it's the first like real feature length film they made, like yeah. right out of like college basically, um, about about kind of like the Donner. It's like a comedy version of the Donner story almost. Oh, there it is. There it is. I've been waiting on that one. Yeah, I love how this guy in Wayne's World, he Mr. Big. He has a TV signal piped into his limo wherever he goes, because that would was work. A thing. And uh, he sees Cassandra playing on Wayne's World and decides he's going to give her a record contract. Just he shows up. Shows up with his stupid ponytail and his cigar and is like, hey, I like what I saw on your, uh, <laughs> on your local <laughs> on your, access on your public television. public access TV yeah. show, so I'm going to give you a record contract. There's, your, there's, there's who Taylor met, and there's Rob Lowe. Is that I, his name, Taylor Met? Who's Taylor Met? No, that's the guy Taylor Met at, oh. the, at the airport. I thought you, someone's Goober. name was Taylor Met. Like you could tell me the guy from Oz. Oh yeah, that's his name is Taylor Met. That, like, I, I totally believe know. it. I gotta remember that. Well, he was the Prague. Why are we not remembering this? I never watched Oz. Are you serious? At full length, I caught episodes here and there, but I know that he had a he was had a brief jail relationship with Christopher Maloney. Yes, but it wasn't brief. It like span it. It's brief in the sense that for that first season, Christopher Maloney is like, you know, the guy in charge. <laughs> and that Christopher Maloney in Wet Hot American Summer always gets me. Are we talking about the guy that does those farmers commercials? No. That's that, I'm talking about No, no that's it's J.K. Simmons. That's J.K. Simmons. Christopher yeah. Maloney is the chef from Wet Hot American Summer who thinks the spinach can is talking to him. Well, then you're not right. So the guy in this, the cameraman is he played Tobias Beecher. Okay. Um, and J.K. Simmons is this neo-Nazi that they ended up being cellmates, and he fucks him. From what I remember in the episodes of Oz I saw, J.K. Simmons pretty much fucks everyone on no, Oz. No, he didn't fuck everyone. He just... 
Uh, I remember an episode vividly where he like sticks his hand in like put in like oil, like car oil, like black oil, as if he's going to lube his dick up with this. And his other skinhead buddies are holding like a lat- Latino guy down. And he's like, hey, was so-and-so's dick bigger than mine? And then the scene cuts away and she's like, this is this is Juno's dad. <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? He sells insurance. This now. is the State Farm guy. This guy's teaching jazz Farmers at one of his insurance. Whatever. This guy's teaching jazz to Miles Teller, one of the most elite New York jazz schools in the country. And he's also raping inmates. It's it's all right. It's not great. It's okay. All right. But yeah, I, I don't know. Oz, Oz, Oz didn't pique my interest. It was a good show. I, I think it's one of those where it, it takes a while to to get in there. But it was so different. The whole <laughs> that's what he said. That's what he said. But it was <laughs> it was so different. The way it was shot. The way that the story arcs changed. How they. It was funny because you had you know you had Edie Falco in season one. Right. And they had to you know. This was right on the precipice of Carmela, mm-hmm. and as we know, for those who are new to the show, we started out as a Sopranos theme podcast. Mm-hmm. But We're uh, bringing it back to season two any day now. Any day, we probably should <laughs> to return to some home base. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she was on the show, and she was great. She was actually really fantastic on it. I'm, I'm actually convinced she really helped get the show uh, kind of moving in that direction. But. I think what happened was at the end of that first season, they were like, we have this show that we want to do mm-hmm. and you'd be perfect for it. And we have to find a way to get you out of here. That doesn't seem ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Also, they didn't want to kill her. Cause that would have been like, it, it's just a long thing. So they, 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 they did a really creative way to get a, a character off a show in mm-hmm. my opinion. Okay. And, then she was gone, and you knew that, like, that was in 95, and then in 97, Sopranos comes out, and you're like, oh, I see why E.D. Falco wasn't right. part of Oz anymore. From what I remember, doesn't the dude in Wayne's World, who's also in Oz, eventually work at Oz not as an inmate? Or am I misremembering that? Are you thinking Tobias? The guy? The guy? Yeah, that- yeah, no, he's always in Oz. Is he always an inmate, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he goes from being the prag, which is like, you're just someone's bitch. That's mm-hmm. the only way I could describe it. To he goes through a crazy period where no one fucks with him because he's just gone nuts. And then the next thing you know, he went from being like the, the 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 lawyer who had a DUI that accidentally hit and killed a little girl and got life or not life but twenty years in prison with the glasses and you know very waspy. Yeah. To within two or three seasons, he's got mutton chop chops. And he's crazy, mm. and no one fucks with him because he like bite, he bites a dude's dick. Like mm. someone said, they're gonna you know he's like so my dick. He's like okay, and then <laughs> midway through he's like chomping down onto the dick. He just went crazy, so no yeah. one fucks with him anymore. I think that's why I never got on the show because I've always had an irrational fear of I might accidentally end up in jail one day. I don't I don't I don't want I don't want to see what that might be like. I mean, there's you could just you don't <laughs> accidentally end up in jail. No, but to your point, you could be like I I actually knew there's a girl that used to work with Kristen who had a boyfriend who got convicted of involuntary vehicular manslaughter. Sure. Not drunk, just somebody died as a result of an accident he caused and he got jail time for it. Wow. And I'm like, it's an accident, n- nothing malicious, pure accident. Somebody died as a result, and so you have to be punished, and they gave him prison time. How much? I don't remember. I think it was a year. Wow. 
But as, and I remember her saying like, it's hard to go visit him because of all the shit he's going through. And I'm like, yeah, like that could be any of us. Yeah. Any of us could accidentally cause an accident that somebody dies from and then get the wrong judge or jury or attorney on the wrong day and wind up in jail from something you had no intention of ever doing. Yeah. Like you could one, one, one thing you could say like, yeah, I, I got shit faced and drove drunk and then someone died as a result. That's on me. Yeah. But if it's just a pure and simple, I wasn't looking, they weren't looking, I hit them, they had a neck injury and then they died and now I'm in jail. It's like, that sucks. Yeah, I don't think that's justice. <laughs> You're like the as close as you can get to innocent, even though you did technically end someone's life via accident. Yeah. And you got jail time for it. And so it's like, and to Von Hessler's point, when he's on the radio all the time, he's like, all right, so you're sentenced to jail and that's your punishment. Your punishment is not also rape. <laughs> he said, it's like our criminal justice system does a huge disservice to like, you could be the worst person in the world that deserves a life sentence of jail time but jail time is your punishment not rape yeah <laughs> he said but nobody like you ask anybody who's been there nobody seems to have any qualms about stepping in and doing something right. about that i don't know that's our 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 <laughs> justice or our penal system is just not yeah it's not about it's never been about rehabilitation, but I think from the people that I, I've known that have done real time, um, it's a jungle. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, I remember I talked to a friend of mine, he did seven years. I don't need to discuss his, his drug related, nothing violent, but he, it was interesting to hear his perspective because he was saying with his experience, he's glad that we have the prisons because mm-hmm. he's like, some of those dudes were made to spend their lives in there. Yeah. Like some of those people you you don't you would never want them to be anywhere than where they're at. Right. And you should be glad that you have the system that houses them. But he's like but on the other hand, you also have a lot of people that come into the system and become that rather right. than well, in case in point, you said nonviolent drug related. Right. If you're in prison for a nonviolent drug related, related crime, whether what you did was right or wrong, illegal, and you deserve the time, it shouldn't come hand in hand with the threat of death or rape every day of your life. Yeah, and his, his, I mean, he taught, he was like, yeah, rape happens. He's like, it's not like you see in the films or the movies or the TV shows, but it definitely happens. But he said, your your bigger concern are the gang activities. And he he was honest with you because he's a white fellow. He's like, your other concern is being white. And then he said that the it's just true. He's like yeah. being white in these places is yeah. you want to you want to feel like a minority. There's only one place yeah. that can really put you in that box if you're white yeah. in America. But in the other one, he said that your bigger concern is like just random stabbings, like for for nonsensical shit. He cause I didn't even, I'll put it this way. I didn't even know he was locked up. Mm-hmm. He got locked up in like 2011. He's an Iraqi war vet, wounded, but just that whole thing fucked his mind up and he did some bad shit. Yeah. And he gets this sentence and then it got extended because he did some other dumb shit. But uh, I didn't even know he was locked up. He was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He would like put out weird, not cryptic, I wouldn't say, but like you didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, hey man, I'm, I, he posts something. He's like, I'm out. Come get, back. Come get at your boy. And I was like, out. 
He's like, yeah, man. You're I just, gay now? I, just, I, was, I, I honestly was like, what's going on? It's a weird way to tell me on Facebook. But <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. And he's like, I support you. I texted a, a shared friend and I was like, what's going on? He's like, Nick just got out of the. Oh, you uh, said his uh, name. The, it doesn't matter. He's got out. <laughs> no one would know him as that because he doesn't go by that. Okay. And he said, he just got out of the, the pen. And I was like, what? So I, I messaged man. I was like, you've been in like legitimate penitentiary? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, six and a half years. Yeah. And I was like, but you've been Facebooking for six and seven years. And he was like, man, it ain't hard to get a phone in prison. <laughs> and I was like, we, we need to meet. I need to talk to you about some things. <laughs> so we went over here and we had a little lunch and we spent like three hours just catching up really and talking about all kinds of things. But he started telling me some jail stories and he's like, dude, you get stabbed over the most minuscule shit. I had, he said, the first two years I had one of the oldest phones you can think of, like one of the old flip phones. Mm-hmm. But just because you had a phone, you're already a target. Yeah, because they think if you can get one phone, you you can get them a phone, or they'll just take the phone. Right. And he said the one dude name was Gutta. That's what they called him, Gutta. Wasn't he? He's like, wasn't his name, of course, but that was a perfect name because this dude was just fucking Gutta. And he said, "This he, is why I wouldn't watch Oz." I, I, don't, I like. I, he said, I don't, I don't, I'm, just I don't all, "I'm just giving you all the details because Nick has no guile and there's no lie." And he said, "I'll be honest. I was in the shower and I was pulling one out. You only have so many opportunities." Uh, there I am with my dick in my hand, and this dude gutter walks in, got his shank, says, you gonna give me that phone? And Nick says, you gonna do this now? Well, I got my shit in my hand. We both butt naked. And he said, yeah. And he said, all right, well, let's go. And they basically had a little knife fight. Mm. Nick had to beat him off to get this. Not, that sounded bad. <laughs> with both hands. <laughs> but they had to, like, go into this bloody mess mm. in the middle of a shower. Yeah. And he was like, and I won. I didn't, no one died, but we, we both came out of it bloody. But he was like, I can't let him have that phone. If I say, like, the, the, the move would be if someone came up to me and you yeah. on the streets with a knife, we're like, hey, man, here's my iPhone. No worries. Leave me the fuck alone. If you do that in there, yeah. you're a mark forever. Yeah. Like, the minute, you're yeah. A pushover. You're, exactly. No matter I've what about, happens after that, you're, you're a mark. I've thought about that. It pertains to Sonny when the, the crack addict with the knife is constantly pulling a knife on him to take their money in their phone. <laughs> they keep throwing D at her. Yeah. And I just always think, like, <laughs> he's a crack addict and he's got a knife. Like, just run away. Yeah. Just turn around and just run, just run really away. fast. <laughs> He's not going to keep up with you. He's a crack addict. <laughs> He's probably not even wearing shoes. Just run. <laughs> just run really fast. Or just throw D at it. In the other direction. Like, yeah. a knife is threatening, and if you're in a corner, you're kind of screwed. But if you're in an alleyway, and it's wide open behind you, just turn around and run. You can't. Worst case scenario, he throws the knife at you, and the handle hits you in the arm. <laughs> That's a, everybody in the movies be throwing knives. Yeah. I mean, I would like a realistic movie where someone throws a knife and it just butt ends you. The blade doesn't hit you, just the butt end. Just, <laughs> ow! You know, like, what the fuck? Give me anyway. your phone. Fuck you! <laughs> you don't even have the knife anymore. I have it now. Fuck you give me the phone. You, you give me your phone. <laughs> How much money have you robbed from people? <laughs> give me give whatever you've me. robbed of people. And I need a list of names. Because I'm going to have to track here. all these people down. <laughs> I'm coming back here in a week, and I'm going to take more money from you. If you found a wallet, let me ask you a... Uh, I don't even know what If you found a wallet with like $500 cash... It's my wallet. <laughs> You don't fuck with the credit cards. You see the ID. Yeah. Are you calling this person? And are, are you giving the wallet back in 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 total? Mm. I uh, I think what. I, this is our pod. You got to be honest. 
I mean, excluding Joel Osteen, I think just about anybody that found it would keep the cash and call the cart, the wallet owner and say, I found your wallet. Everything looks like it's here. ID, credit cards, et cetera. You know, can I mail it to you? Can you meet me somewhere? Oh, is there any cash in it? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be honest, it was it was laying open when I found it. Somebody <laughs> clearly, if there was cash, somebody clearly took that. So you would get them back their credit cards, their ID, all that. Yeah, their peace of mind and getting their stuff back. Sans cash. That's my finder's fee. <laughs> But me providing you yeah. with peace of mind about your stolen... It's going to cost you five big me, ones. Me, <laughs> damn. Me saving you that DMV time yeah. of a new ID and all that other bullshit, mm-hmm. I'm going to take this $500. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because the alternative is to just fold it up nice and neat, call them, say, yeah, found it. It's full of cash. Yeah. And giving it back to them and them just saying, thanks. Yeah, I feel like that would... Oh. Because if I'm on the other end, that's the most I'm hoping for, is that someone will find my cash-filled wallet and palm the cash yeah. and call and and somehow or another look me up through my ID and say, hey, I found your wallet and your credit cards and your license. Um, I can mail it to you. I have your address. <laughs> or you can meet me uh, somewhere. The most I'm hoping for is that somebody does at least that so that I don't have to call every bank and credit card company and cancel them all. Yeah. And then go to the DMV with my birth certificate, who the fuck knows where that is, and my social security card. So peace of mind, cash is coming out. Peace of mind is worth losing whatever cash is in the wallet. I can live with that. So if I'm on the other end. I know I get chastised. Lee is definitely giving everything back. Me? There was a there was a, a time. It also depends on if it was like how close are we to payday? <laughs> Seriously, like if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm stacked, maybe I just give it all back. I'm like I don't need it. I'm good. I wish we had done two tonight. I feel like the second one would have been killer. <laughs> we can keep going. Nah. Do you have anything you want to say about Wayne's World while it's ending here? The prison on the scene is rough <laughs> in Wayne's World. Poor Garth. He's clearly the victim. You know, you look at Wayne and Garth, you go, who's getting taken down in jail? You know what's funny? It's you, 100% Garth. See, you say that? I think Garth goes in and, like, that scene. Like squirrely. Well, the scene in the movie where that big permit-headed fuck throws him down. Right. But Garth he, goes right out to the car. Yeah. Puts on a. Which you don't have in jail. Puts on a, a car battery belt, which you also don't have in jail. Rigged to, uh, rigged to, um, jumper cables and electrocutes him, which you also don't have in jail. But he could... Wayne's got 20 pounds on him. I'm giving him the advantage just from weight. <laughs> Try he's to... also blonde. I think a long, blonde-haired man <laughs> has got a bigger target in jail. <laughs> That's a new segment. Every movie we watch... <laughs> so who in this movie is going to be a victim in prison? <laughs> I wanted to give you a shout-out. Um, Superfan Alan text me... Uh, a few days ago, and it was the Donald Trump could burn the Bible in front of the Pope and Sean Hannity would applaud him, has me crying. <laughs> Just wanted to tell you about that. Thank you, superfan Alan. Yeah, he's our Charleston superfan. And I'm, not, I'm just saying, I'm not telling you he's taking the throne of the golden voice. Right. But I am saying he has a voice. He's got the What I voice. want from Alan, and I know he'll suffer through some of this ridiculous tonight podcast. Yeah. 
I, I want him to record me a book on tape mm. just to go to bed to every night. Well, should we get him on the phone? I don't know if he'll answer. Let's give that a shot. Wait, see if he picks up and then do the whole recreation thing. It wouldn't be organic. We'll just let it ring on the pod. He's probably doing adult things. Well, he has a kid. I know, that's what I'm saying. That would be so disappointing, though, because he's a, he's a listener. I feel like if this doesn't work out, we should try and call at least one other person. That's what we always do. Just randomly call somebody. Somebody doesn't even... Hey, what's up, bro? W-F-U-C-K! Bam! We're calling the other... We can't call him the golden voice for, you know, trademark infringement. The silver voice! The silver crooner, Alan Bono! What's up, man? What's up, guys? Are we catching you mid-dinner? Uh, no, not really. Just hanging out with E. You got Easy E? Easy E. So Easy E, for those for those listeners out there, is Alan's young son, who cannot drown now. Did you know that? No, he can't. He cannot drown. He, we paid enough money. He better not drown. So, so you want to tell us about these classes <laughs> to two other fathers? Because I might be interested. Uh, yeah, they just throw your kid in a pool and then he doesn't die. <laughs> he, knows, he, he knows how to turn over. How about that? Oh, that's good. Sidebar, are you hearing this beautiful voice? Yeah, no, it sounds great. It's, it's just sultry. You trying to unseat me? No, I'm just, I, before we called Alan, and you'll hear it if you suffer through the Wayne's World podcast that we're working on tonight. <laughs> but what you'll hear is I said, I just want you to record a book on tape for me that I can go to sleep to every night. I'll do that for you, man. I, I just don't know what I want it to be. I, I Part of me thinks like some kind of old William Faulkner Southern novel. Nah, maybe just, a Tom Clancy. Just, just find your favorite Stephen King and go with it. Ooh. <laughs> Stephen uh, oh King. Oh, my God. Guys, I have to tell you something real quick before we go any further. Okay. <laughs> I almost didn't take this call because I was listening to the pod, as usual. And actually, I changed your name in my phone in case this ever happened. <laughs> Brent. I know I never met you, but how do you not like Werther's original, man? <laughs> All right, hang up. <laughs> hang up. No, Alan, I can't agree more. I don't. No, no, you're I both think right. you're a trash as, human being if you don't like. As Werther's. soon as I turn ninety, I'll start loving him. What? The, I don't that? give a shit how old it makes me sound. I love a good hard candy. I don't think. Here's my thing. You don't like caramel. I don't like toffee or caramel. But see, that's the thing. Toffee is one thing. Yeah. Like. A Werther's isn't toffee. It's a hard caramel, and and I'm not, if, I'm not so. Into if it was, it. A, so they make a soft version. If I if I if it's, I provide you a soft car- texture, has nothing to do with it, and it's all about just the flavor. I don't get it. Okay, I don't get it. Oh. I know. God. Neither does They're your silver so voice. <laughs> silver voice. I'm telling you, Alan's voice though. We had there's a girl that works for us. She just wants to call Alan anytime just to hear it. Mm. That not, happens a lot, actually. I know it's. I was going to say it's not sexual, but I think it might it actually might be. be. Yeah. You might have a, another career as a... I don't think they do that. Do, do people call sex lines anymore? I don't think you have to nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> the next time we try and call a podcast fan and they don't answer, that's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Just call the sex line? We'll call the sex line. And if they don't answer, we'll call Miss Cleo. <laughs> and we'll get, our, we'll get our futures told. So, Alan, what's going on in Charleston tonight? Uh, just a just a hot muggy night, man. Uh, you know, was on the on the road all day. Came home and just uh, hanging out here right now. How old is Easy E now? 
He is uh, right at about 11 months. Wow. Not a long yeah, way to go. <laughs> putting all this stuff together for his uh, his one-year party, man. Gotta, I got to get you down to Charleston. Gotta, like I said, I got a room for you ready to go. Well, we do want to get down there. Are you making a really big deal out of this one-year-old party? Oh, I have no idea. It's, it's probably your wife. I won't say her name. I'll save her for <laughs> identity's sake. <laughs> Until you give me uh, approval. Alan Al kicked his coverage, care. like we all did. Is it Tara Patrick? Oh, 100%. <laughs> no. And I'll make her listen to this, so yes, she knows like, I'll kick my coverage. Yeah. And when you first said that, she was like, what does Austin mean by that? I was like, <laughs> you're hotter than I deserve. <laughs> I'm a big old fat piece of shit, and I got a hottie, so. <laughs> and you met her like a, I love y'all's story, because rarely do you say, where did you meet your wife? Everyone has different stories these days. They say, oh, for, for a lot of people now, it's like uh, J-Date, or... Uh, <laughs> It was actually Match.com or uh, whatever. Farmers only. Farmers only, yeah. Uh, but you actually met at a, correct me if I'm wrong, a Piggly Wiggly. Uh, yes, sir. I was, uh, yeah, I was working at Piggly Wiggly. I was, uh, I was the manager. She was the bookkeeper. <laughs> there you go. It's a match made in let me, heaven. Let me ask you this. Was, it, was there any late night trysts at the Piggly Wiggly during the early <laughs> formulations? I don't want to be a southern gentleman, but uh, we don't kiss and tell. <laughs> oh, man. So that's, I, a yes. that's a yes. Late night on a pallet in the back of the Piggly Wiggly, the magic happened. No, the most intense night we ever had was when we got robbed. <laughs> right after the robbery, which actually yeah, right I, I can the- actually relate to. I got robbed twice when I was my first job at Ingalls. Hmm. The, the yeah. Ingalls grocery. I was in the video department, but uh, classy, classy. Yeah, classy. What video store at the Ingalls? Yeah, yeah. They had a they had a little video store. Did that, you have a porno section? No, no. Ingalls was not about that. This is. I don't know if you can get more Southern conservative than Piggly Wiggly, but they would challenge for that prize. I promise you that. Okay. Yeah, they they even struggled. They would. I think there was a certain allotment of R-rated movies that <laughs> Ingalls would allow. <laughs> So it was like it was predominantly PG to PG thirteen, yeah, and then a certain set number of R rated, R rated flicks. Do you have Terminator two? No, but we do have The Land Before Time. <laughs> That'll do it. Let me get some Little Foot. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Have you ever? While we're on that subject, you know they made like nineteen of those. Yeah, I know. Have you seen any of the ones outside of one? No, I've just Alan. Seen- no, when Littlefoot's mom died, I left the whole series behind. Oh, well, that happens early. I mean, spoiler alert. I don't know. If oh, he just ruined the land before time for a whole day. Did John Connor kill him? <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm confusing the movies. <laughs> no, no, no. The guy from the X-Files that replaced, what's his name? What is his that name, actor's his name? His name's something Patrick. David Duchovny? But David Duchovny gets replaced in the X Files by the T one thousand from Terminator Two. It's something Patrick. I don't know. It's getting convoluted. He's actually well. That, we actually that actor is the leader. We set out tonight. I, I I told before we started. I said if we're gonna call a super fan, we're gonna call Alan because he's a super fan and also his voice. The, the I, right now, and, and you know, in the future, Matt from Perth has a super boner at hearing this voice. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna hear an American accent, yeah, let it be a Charleston crooner. There you go. You should actually. The, we should contract Alan out to do our intro. WFUCK. I practice it all the time in the car, and I just can't hit it. What are you missing on? 
you know, Brent, I've got I've got questions for you. I want to know how to get it started, man. I want to do my own podcast. Like I've, I'm so jealous of this. Well, it's not just Brent. I think we, we both do this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Shut up. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll help you yeah, out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I've already out. got an email in my draft. A TPO TPTO pod at gmail.com there you go <laughs> and i just haven't sent it yet because i just want to know how to how well, to get what quarter i need because austin said yeah it's just uh plugs into the phone that's the kind you need well, what is that austin <laughs> okay well he technically well, that's, that's the technical answer i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll break it down for you and, i thought you'd already started your pod we did and it honest to god turned into just two guys spitting facts about autonomous cars and it was the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard i won't ever let anybody hear it all right and then, oh, yeah no that that doesn't sound it doesn't sound no funny it, I, I, it was horrible and then we started drinking on the second one and it turned into much like a tpto and uh i enjoyed it and i just kind of went radio silent on my friend until i get the right recorder there you go I kind of want to hear episode one. <laughs> no, no, like I honestly, I think I deleted it. it was oh, that. you can't do that. Yeah, no, I mean we've we've erased stuff before, but I still have it in the archives. Yeah, you can't totally delete it. We've only taken out things that would hurt other people. Yeah, there are. Oh, there are, oh like sad hand jobs or. No, we we include those. No, those stay. Those stay in. It's, <laughs> okay, there's. No, believe it or not, in the early episodes, there was some content where one or both of us would call the other and say, hey, "I feel like we should cut that out." <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not wrong. It's just after a night of sleep, yeah. where you're like, you know, maybe we shouldn't have our mothers hear that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely send that. Uh, send it out. Yeah, We'd love to get you. I mean, I, Alan, if you lived in here is there any way to remotely do it remotely if we had someone off that wasn't right here that we could roll not more less of a guest appearance and more of a not with this rig but we can maybe figure something out figure something out yeah alan would be wonderful he's got stories we could potentially do my um my bluetooth speaker idea to improve the sound quality coming out of your phone ah because that's a thing it would have some more depth to it yeah yeah I got you know. I think uh, I, I would uh, I would enjoy I enjoy listening to you guys. I don't I speak uh, speak a lot faster than my head thinks sometimes. <laughs> so you know that's good for potting. <laughs> it's wonderful. I guess you know. Well, uh, but, let me say this: we won't take up much of your time, but we, we we're we're going to make a concerted effort to call more of our hardcore super fans. Yes, not just banks. I'm well, like, hey, I, I I hate missing calls from you in general, Austin. So I, I know that's true. We t- me and Alan talk a lot of work shit. So this is a nice way to let an outlet not be work related. Good, you know. Right, absolutely. I don't have to tell you any anything about work. Exactly. Well, let me say, go, go take care of uh, baby E or Easy E, yes. and we will call you again soon. In the meantime, shoot that email over, and Brent will share the the golden voice. will share to the silver voice the technical. Things you need. It's highly complex stuff, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll work it out for you. Appreciate it. Now, That's awesome. before you go, let's work on nope. that WFUC. Let's do it right now. I can't, man. Okay. What's the uh, WFUCK? I'm not. Nope. I just don't like that one. <laughs> it's really W-F-U-C-K. The Bam. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love you, homie. All right, later, guys. 
And that was Superfan Alan. Alan. And he Never is. call him again. And <laughs> he's missed the cut. <laughs> I will tell you something. He may actually be as... We may have saved him from a life of serial killing. Oh, good. Well, you told me about the car thing. Yeah, yeah. that is serial killer stuff to yeah. me. Because yeah. if you're... And it's been a long-running joke for like mm. three years. He will drive for many hours. I'm not talking about like running to the grocery store. Right. Or like we've talked well, about. Well, he's not commuting from Atlanta to Charleston every no, day, No, he lives is he? in Charleston. Okay. So I'm saying, but his job is driving. Right. So we used to, it's like, it's not like you're, me and you talked about this, where mm. you, you find yourself, sometimes you said on your way to work. You, you space you out space for 20 out minutes. And you're not, you're not listening, or you are listening to something, which is actually even weirder. This guy doesn't listen to things. He sits in silence with road noise and prefers it. It's not yeah. like he's... But now... Yeah, no, it sounds psychotic. It is. I think Alan was on a slow, steady, build-up path towards He's just murder. slowly collecting, like, perfectly pressed khakis from Costco <laughs> and perfectly pressed white button-down shirts buttoned all the way to the car. Getting a job at a 24-hour photo store. <laughs> I don't even know if those exist. He has he has moist towelettes in his pockets so that he can wipe dirt off of his fingernails as it accumulates throughout the day. <laughs> That's a perfect description. He has sanitizer to wipe the steering wheel down before he drives. He has a whole routine where he he fixes the mirror, checks the side mirrors. You know, uh, yes, that's that. That is what we've saved him from. Drives at a perfect ten and two in complete silence. Yeah, and at some point the silence breaks because there's a a, a young adult woman or male kicking and screaming in, in the, the trunk, background, right. begging to be let out of the yeah. trunk. And they're not going to be let out. No, he's yeah. he's going to slaughter them in the bayou slowly. of Charleston. Yeah, slowly, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> it's on the water there, and so with it's an Polaroid. easy spot to dump. He's the like bottom. the last person that. Takes Polaroids yeah. of, of his crimes. Yeah. yeah, Dexter kept little blood slides, and Alan keeps a he has a catalog of Polaroids, Polaroids. hidden in a little shoebox. Exactly. And a board under the but floor. That's what we saved him from. Well, good. Good. You're welcome, Alan. Because send your send your Venmo payments to <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him to send anything. We might get payments of like little finger bits, <laughs> trophies that he wants accumulated. Yeah. I don't need an ear. What is this? You know? what, what what part of the body do you think this hair came from? I I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to assume its head could Maybe. be wrong. But yeah, that's the life we saved him from, and it is now he he listens to our podcast while he's on the road. So well, excellent. This has been episode 25. Let's go ahead and wrap this one up. You betcha. WFUCK. The BAM 97.5. We've got weather and traffic. It's rainy and then it's sunny again. <laughs> Atlanta's all over the place these days. Oh, Georgia Sit. weather. Sit back and enjoy Toto. <laughs> I said last week. <laughs> I can feel the rains down in Africa. Hollow. <laughs>